I'm not lucky, I'm blessed. Yes, clap for the heavyweight champ. Me, but I couldn't do it all alone. We What is going on guys? Welcome back to the I'm not lucky, I'm blessed podcast. Cheers. Hey guys, so before we start today's episode, I would love to introduce you guys to our wonderful sponsors, The Vein and Associate. They're a luxurious concierge company located in Boston, Massachusetts. So if you live in the city and you're looking for a concierge company for your apartment, then go pay them a visit at devaneandassociates.com. I repeat, devaneandassociates.com. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the I'm Not Lucky, I'm Blessed podcast, the show where we celebrate young entrepreneurs and their achievements, and then we inspire up and come entrepreneurs on how to make profit using their passion. And as usual, I'm your host, Lucky the Most. Enjoy the show. Hey, guys. Episode 108. It's been an amazing ride so far. I really appreciate you guys for the love and the support. Thank you so much. And as usual, you know in this podcast, we believe that success leaves clue. And today, I have a special guest in the building with me. Someone, you know, successful in the business world, in the personal training world, in the fitness world, in the gym ownership world. He's a new friend of mine. He's a coach, a mentor, the founder of the AWP Master Shredder Program. He's the owner, one of the owners of Ultraflex Gym. If you guys haven't heard, that's a, a new gym that opened a few months ago in Saugus. So definitely go pay the visit. And today we're, we're here to sit and learn from him. You know, how, how he went from A to B. You know, the mistakes he's made, um, what he's learned so far from life, and how we can just basically better ourselves. So with that said, ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome... The one and only Coach Chris. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you, brother. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? No complaints. No complaints. Good. Yeah. So, first things first. Thank you for coming to do this podcast with me again. No problem. Yeah. So, to the listeners out there, we did one last week, and I messed it up, and and I really appreciate Chris. Second time's still, a charm. Second time's a charm. That's true. You know, for making your time, you know, your busy schedule and. Um, Giving me an hour. Likewise. I, I know you're busy you. as well, so I appreciate your time. Thank, Thank you. you. Yep. So, Chris, can you introduce yourself to the listeners? Sure. Um, so, my name is Chris Shafaro. Yes, sir. 35, about to be 36 in April. Um, and um, I grew up in Gloucester, and I went to Gloucester High School, then I went to Salem State afterwards, and never really knew what I wanted to do. I, I knew a few things that I was good at, but I never really knew what I wanted to do with my life up until the age of about 30, um, even even longer. So, um, yeah, now I... So, <clears throat> I was uh, working as a property manager, and, um, you know, I, I personally can't understand how anybody could develop a passion for that field. I'm sure there are some passionate cool. personal trainers, but I'm sorry, uh, property, property managers. Property managers. Yeah. Uh, I just wasn't one of them, and I did that job for you know about eight years or so. Um, every day, sitting at my desk, saying, you know, this isn't actual slavery, but in a lot of ways, it seems like it because I, I have to show up at a place I don't want to be, yeah. do things I don't want to do, yeah. be around people I don't want to be around, and generally not feel great. Um, so, when I had the opportunity to stop working as a property manager. I did it, and I treated it as though the type of vigor that I implemented, the, the thought process I had going on in my head was that I was kidnapped. I was in the back of the trunk of a car. 
this person just pulled over. They're mm-hmm. in the gas station, and the trunk popped open a little bit. Yeah. That's how hard I ran. You ran. Just that's that, That's how hard I worked on making sure that I was successful. I treated it like I was captive or a slave. About to you know, be killed. I'm a slave at yeah. night. I'm, I'm escaping. escaping. And, I, and I just said, I'm going to... Everybody says that life is a marathon and not a sprint, but I'm going to sprint in a, in a marathon fashion. Yeah. I will not lose. I, I, the determination factor was, uh, I was... It was probably the greatest period of determination in my whole life. Um, I was determined. There's a huge difference between motivation, motivation. and determination. Motivations yeah. for kids. Kids do things when they're motivated to do it. Uh, people who aren't um, ready to activate the beast mode switch, they do things when they're motivated only. But if you want to win, consistency is key. Being conscientious is key. Yeah. Getting it done no matter what, whether you're motivated or not, that's determination. Doing it because you set a goal and that's just as simple as that. You're gonna do it. You're gonna do that's it. how I approached uh, my my coaching career. So I'd already been a coach and I, I was still I was actively a coach, you know, since about '07. Yeah. But um, you know, about three years ago or th- yeah, three and a half years ago, um, my coaching business just exploded, and I said, I, "This is actually right now. I feel confident that I can leave my steady." secure a paycheck for this other field, for this other path. And, um, you know, I I always think of this quote, which is that a paycheck is the price they sell you for your dreams. dreams. The price they pay you for for selling your dreams. dreams, Yeah, Yeah. Uh, selling your soul for an hourly wage, selling your soul for a salary, Uh, not being in charge of your own destiny. None of us really are, God is, but to the best of your ability, what you can control. Yeah. For example, physical fitness, right? Yep. That's one of the few things. Like, I can't. I'm five foot nine. I'm not a. I'm not in the NBA. Yep. I'm not getting any taller. I've knew that, but I, I always knew that I had control over how my body looked, how my body performed, yeah. how strong I was. Um, and uh, you know, I think that life can get a little bit miserable and out of hand if you don't really wrap your fingers around the things that you can control. For instance, you probably know some obese people. I know some obese people. Yeah, It's one of the greatest sources of unhappiness in their entire life, the way they look, the way they feel, the way their body works. They have the opportunity, the chance every single day every single to start day. something and fix this thing within six months to a year, three to six months, depends on how severe the situation is. Yeah, uh, But they don't do it. They wallow in their own misery wallowing in your own misery can waste years of your life. Uh, having a victim mentality can waste years of your life. Saying, oh, I couldn't do it because of this. Because of that, yeah. We'll, we'll waste time. Um, instead of using hard times and hardships as a crutch, use it as a stepping stone. It's what defines you as a person. That's what I've learned. Yeah. I've had a lot, I've been knocked on my ass a lot of times in life, a lot of times. For instance, um, in 2011, you know, I'd, I'd made a transition. I was doing bodybuilding, but I didn't feel great. I was way too big. I knew that it wasn't a sustainable lifestyle for me because um, I wanted to have a holistic life, a full life. I didn't want to be a pro bodybuilder. Yeah. I was the size of one almost, but I was I could I was huge. I was two forty shredded. I mean, I, I'm only I was two forty shredded. Yeah, that is I was huge. enormous. And um, 
you know, I, I said, all right, I got to figure out something else. So I, I, lo- I have to work out. That's for my mental health. I know I do. And I want to stay lean. Yeah. And I want to stay in shape. What's going to do that? So I said, all right, I'm going to try doing some MMA. You know, let lose a little bit of weight, get some of this muscle, muscle off me, yeah, be a little bit more sleek and streamlined. So that went really well. I did that for about a year, and then my back started to fall apart. Um, and I went and got it checked out, and they told me I had a broken spine. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then I was going to need surgery. So I had an L5-S1 spondylolisthesis, which means that the facet joints in the spine are broken. And if you're looking at my spine from the side, it was like that. So it was, it just slid forward. Slid so it was forward, barely, yeah. barely touching, right? The disc was all completely mashed to shreds and it was sticking into my nerve. So that was a really rough period in time. I had to wait until December to get surgery. I got surgery, uh, you know, up leading up until December. I was partying like a rock star. Yep. I actually did the best in college that I've ever done, though, and that semester's weird. I got Dean's list that semester. I was doing drugs and partying and every single night every like single madman the fact that i made it through that through period that. of time is crazy so I, I partied for about three months straight didn't work out i saw my body transform i went from hero to zero, zero. in a very yeah. short period of time because when i when my back started going i was like five percent body fat walking around all the time totally i mean i was in great shape yeah. i missed that shape and totally able totally strong no no physical issues whatsoever um so uh you know my back started going to shit got surgery i had to i partied like a rock star for a few months and i got surgery and then i was forced to lay on my back for about four months straight no movement no movement i mean yeah. i could i could move a little bit yeah. but you know I, I could get myself to class with crutches and so forth um but I had to face my demons, mm. and, and I had nowhere to go, yeah. nowhere to run. Yeah. Um, most of the people that I thought were my friends were nowhere to be found. Nobody was checking up on me. My family wasn't really checking up on me. Um, so I was alone. You know, I would I would communicate with my, my sister, and I would communicate with some people and stuff. But you know, I, right before my back went to shit, I had broken up with my girlfriend. So I was in a really I'd also I'd also gotten arrested. Oh wow! I mean, I I I was in a car. And some guy had steroids in the car, and we all got arrested. I beat the case, but still, it was sort of a lot of bad things happening. It's not a good once. look on you too. It's not a good look. Yeah. It's not a good look. It's not. After that, I evaluate every single person in my life, and I said, which, who do I need here? I mean, do I need these shitheads? Probably yeah. not. So, um, so anyways, I, I stayed in my house on my back, barely eating. Looking like an emaciated skeleton, but with but like a skinny fat. Because, you know, like when I stopped working out, I was totally emaciated, except I had a little bit of fat here, right? And I just looked like shit. I, I looked like a junkie, honestly. And, um, you know, I had, I did, I had, after the surgery, you know, I felt like I was getting addicted to painkillers. So I poured them all down the toilet mm. and I withdrew from painkillers for four days or three yeah. days or whatever it was, puking and feeling like shit. I was addicted to them. Because they gave me a huge prescription, yeah, I took them. Every, you know, took them every day. Yeah. It doesn't take much. It's crazy. It really doesn't take much before that hook sinks in. So I recognized, okay, like I'm physically addicted to these things. Before I get mentally addicted to them, and I cr- like want to go get them and stuff and do drugs, yeah. I need to stop them. How do you stop them? Well, whenever I'm trying to stop any bad habit, I take all the things and I throw them away. Whether it's junk food or soda or um, you know. Um, 
it could be uh you know it could Anything. be marijuana you yeah. know every time i've quit smoking marijuana in my life i always take a big quantity and dump it down dump the it toilet down and it's yeah. sort of a mental yeah. sort of barrier and, hey look you wasted all that money well, this i said i'm gonna take these pills that i know that i'm getting sick when i don't take them and i dumped them down the toilet mm. and then i sat there and i got sick and i gotta say and maybe i wasn't as sick as some people get but hey if you can't fight through that for a better life dude come on it's it sucks but it's only three days I could stand in a fucking volcano for three days if it meant not having a monkey on my back telling yeah. me, go do drugs, you know? So, like, uh, so I dumped those, and then I was there, just me, totally sober, no anything. You know, I was smoking a little bit of weed. I don't think that helped, but I wasn't, I wasn't doing any hard drugs or anything. I was just sitting at home alone, lonely. Yeah. I would cry. I would... Um, you know, my whole identity was stripped from me. Everybody knew me as the big jacked the big guy, jack right? Guy. Yeah. Big jacked guy. I was trying to reinvent myself and become the, the MMA guy who knows how to do jujitsu, right? Yeah. Um, and so um, I had nothing. Never going to be able to do MMA again. The doctor said I'm never going to be able to squat again. Never going to be able to deadlift again. Never yeah. going to be able to bench press again, at least heavy. I'd be living a very limited lifestyle. You know, it could, all kinds of problems with that nerve surgery. It could have all different types of ramifications, yeah. right? Your lower back there, I mean, you could lose muscles in your leg, you could, you could, you could become, uh, um, your penis might not work, right? Mine works, <laughs> thankfully. Uh, works pretty good too, I think. I mean, um, everything but, they told you wouldn't work is working, yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't squat, yeah. but you still squatted. Yeah, so yeah, I'm still squatting, and you know, I'm still squatting five plates five last plates, night, and, yeah. and um, you know. Um, so I was laying around, and. and you know, a lot of bad things were happening. You know, I had my ex-girlfriend at the time. She's, you know, uh, doing everything she can to fuck with me. Um, whether it be, you know, absorbing my entire friend circle and or, you know, uh, participating in some, uh, in, in, my, my, in my business that I was um, involved in before uh, yeah. I got hurt. And, um, you know, just trying to vampirize and steal and, and just take and... That bothered me a lot, and, and, and I cared about her a lot, but it was a lot of bad blood, and um, I had to deal with that. Um, I had tremendous pressure from my family about some things, school, and, you know, I was trying to work. It was, it was, it was tough to, to work with, and you can't really walk too well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that was the most transformative thing of my entire life other than when I got sent away when I was a kid that was pretty transformative I'll tell you about that in a second um, but uh, so yeah I, um, I, I I that's when I be decided after a few months there and believe me I was struggling mentally I, I mean it was not yeah it, was, it wasn't yeah it wasn't like um, I'm not sure how anybody would think it would be I was going to say it's not like you'd think it would be. Um, it's not having your entire identity stripped from you and going from like total beast mode, to, like alpha to a cripple. Yeah. It, it, it's really hard, I especially feel, yeah. because all of my eggs were in that basket. Yeah. I, there wasn't much else to me at that yeah. point. I was just Chris the Jacked guy everybody knew, and I was a bouncer, and I was a, you know, uh, you know ladies and this and that. And, to... Uh, to to I didn't even look like the same person. I looked like they dragged me up from the bottom of the ocean. I looked like I was from the Mariana Trench. 
Yeah, it was bad. So that forced me to literally dissect every single aspect of my personality. And people tell me sometimes that I, uh, I'm thoughtful or that I, that I uh, am introspective. That's when I really became introspective and thoughtful. And uh, so I, I had to look at myself in the mirror. Mm. It was one of the best things that ever happened mm. to me. I had to, I had to look at myself in the mirror and I had to say, "What are you? Mm. Like, what, what are you about?" Yeah. Dissecting interactions with people, dissecting conversations and situations, and making myself crazy. Until one day, after repeatedly asking God for help, I just felt this weight, weight come off my shoulder. I mean, I was praying to God. I was praying. You know, I was, I was a Catholic. And um, I said, God, I need you. In fact. And next day I woke up and I was said, you know what? These doctors are wrong. They don't know what type of person, person I am. I know. They're, they're talking Ooh. about the average person. Yeah. They don't know yeah, what type of person. Yeah. I, I don't even know what type of person even, I am. I'm going to tell you like, what. I'm going to make it happen. I'm gonna. I'm going. This is gonna be part of my legacy. Facts. It's gonna be going from being a crippled, crippled person to, to right back to it. So, so I uh, got back in shape. Took me a couple months. Got got in some sort of shape. They said I would never really lift weights again. I was lifting weights, uh, being careful. Yeah. And uh, that wasn't the end of my trials and tribulations. You know, I was fine for a little while. Then I tore my bicep, and I had to. Excuse me, bicep surgery. I had to get neck surgery. That thought I had cancer. Oh wow! Another pretty transformative time in my life was, uh, you know, um, when after you know I recovered from surgery, I moved to Medford. I had a girlfriend for about two years, and you know, um, I was struggling physically, and and um, you know, I don't think she was. I think I was more melancholy than not. Yeah. And you know, then I found out that I might have cancer. Sure. And, you know, within the week, she was out. out. She she came up with some sort of story about how, yeah, she came up with some sort of story Yo. about how she thought she found hair in the house and she thought, your blonde hair. Little does she know, that would never happen. I don't like blondes. Gotcha. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, you know, my mom's a blonde, so I don't even look at blondes. That's a weird thing about me. But, uh, so, um, anyways, uh, so she, you know, she said, look at all this blonde hair. And I look at her, I go, get the fuck out of my house. I know what you're doing. Just, just, just go. Excuses just go. To leave. Yeah, just get out. Yeah. So, um, you know, after she left, I had a bunch of surgeries. They had to remove this mask from my neck. They, Are you serious? Yeah. They, they had to take muscles out of my neck. It's called a scalenectomy. They cut scalene muscles out because my neck was so big and it was. they thought it was pinching nerves. They didn't yeah. know what was wrong with my bicep. They, they were... It was torn, but they, they couldn't see it on an MRI. So yeah. they thought I had some sort of impingement here because my arm was shrinking. Um, they thought, you know, it was some sort of thoracic outlet syndrome. So I went and I got the surgery, and right after surgery, I knew right away they didn't get, like, they, they didn't get what they needed to get. But they told me I had cancer, so I was super scared. So I did the surgery. They, it ended up being a clogged lymph duct, not cancer no at, all. at all. Yeah, yeah, nothing. It was nothing. Right, it was literally nothing. nothing just yeah. something that can happen to anybody. Wow. A clogged lymph duct. So it was a sack of fluid. So they cut all these muscles out of my neck, and they took the sack of fluid, and I couldn't really move for a, a month and a half um, for but, nothing. But. They, 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 they. Hey, shout out to Mass General Hospital. Thanks for massacring. Me. <laughs> you guys are great. Yeah. So, um, so anyways, I uh, after that, 
Um, I had several other surgeries trying to yeah. figure out what was going on. I had a bicep tendon repair, tore it two weeks later again, messing around with this guy that I used to hang out with, my buddy of mine, yeah. an old friend, who I don't really consider too much of a friend anymore because he went, boom, mm. he went down the wrong path. And um, then I had to get the surgery again. I had to get my septum fixed because my nose was... Uh, inside was destroyed from a car accident years and years ago. I was tired of not being able to breathe. I said, hey, I'm getting all these surgeries. I'm going to get another one. Uh, I had to get a bone growth removed from my femur. It looked, it was like a sprig of uh, cauliflower growing out into my quadricep from my femur, probably a bodybuilding drug-related Drug, issue. Yeah. Um, maybe use, using growth hormone or something. I don't know. And um, I know that it's not a common occurrence with people using growth hormone sources. So who the hell knows what it Maybe it was just genetic. I do not know. But all mm -hmm. I know is one day my quad wasn't working. I used to. I went to go to the doctor. Like, yeah, you have like a cauliflower well, growing, yeah, growing out of your knee. <laughs> I was like, all right. So I got that removed. I had um, I had to get uh, a second bicep tendon repair. I had to get the end of my clavicle cut off because it was broken. So yeah. my clavicle and my acromion are not touching. They're connected by some tissue and that's it. It greatly affects my bench pressing still to this day. I used to be a pretty good bench presser. I'm all right now, but back in the day, I was good. Um, and uh, just when I thought everything was great, had all those surgeries done, then my hand went numb. So I had to get an ulnar tunnel surgery. They had to cut the ligamenture around the uh, ulnar tunnel exit here and make it wider. That took a year and a half to get better after the surgery. So went through a ton of physical things and... Um, then I, you know, it was working as a property manager. I was working at Gold's Gym, and I met uh, bodybuilder Jose Raymond, and um, uh, I sort of started getting in decent shape. And decent shape for me is not decent shape, shape for me when for, I was yeah. twenty. Yeah. When I was twenty, I had a tiny waist. Yeah. I still my waist isn't big, but it got less. It got a little thicker from the spinal fusion, I think, because I can't move the same way. Gotcha. Um. So. You know, I decided I wanted to compete, so I competed, and then I was already coaching people. I got a few more coaching clients after I competed, and one of my trademark uh, coaching styles is I'm really very involved, and I, 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 like, to, I like to build a two-bedroom apartment up in your ass and live there, right? Um, so uh, I did really well with a bunch of people, Yeah. some influential. Yep. Shout out to my boy Wesley D'Souza. If you guys need any painting, Bostonian Painters, awesome company. Gotcha. And, um, you know, a few a few others. And then my coaching business started to take off more and more until finally I was sitting around. Uh, I was sitting at work one day, and, and my boss, I showed him, showed him some of my clients, and he goes, why the fuck don't you drop this coaching shit and pay attention to something that actually makes you money? So I said, I thought I just got done telling you that I'm making more money what off you, the coaching yeah, than I am with you, you, but okay. And, you know, I got up and I walked out. And then, you know, shortly thereafter, I quit and went for coaching full time. And I was scared. You know, you're out on your own. Usual, yeah. You're out on your own yeah. two feet. Here. Yep, I had yep. to pull myself up by my bootstraps. So what did I do? Yeah. I went psycho mode. I put the blinders on. Mm. And I cut out every single part of my life that was not helping me be successful. Whether it be hanging out with friends on Friday yeah. night, whether it be uh, having a beer, whether it be, um, whether it be uh, you know, going to Sunday dinner yeah. at, at, at my, uh, my wife's house. Um, 
seeing my family at event, you know, even for Christmas. I Shh. went beast totally mode. beast mode. I went totally. I put the blinders on and I said, "If I do this, there's got to be some sort of payout because yeah. I'm suffering. Yeah. So I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Anytime I suffer, I, I you know, if I'm suffering for a purpose, I love well, it. Yes. It's like lifting weights. You yes, know what I'm yes, talking yes, about. Yes, it yes, burns yes. and you keep going. You keep going. So um, I took every single opportunity I possibly had to get clients. I would go to pe- I would go to cookouts with people that I didn't know and yeah. just talk to them. I would, um, you know, uh, so so it really exploded when I got involved with a few members of uh, Impact Church, and that was the church that I ended up going to. But I met these people. Shout out to Igor, Layla, Lucas, Laney, uh, Melissa, Diego, like. Um, all, all you people, I'm, I'm forgetting a million people off right now, but like, you guys changed my life, right. and I'll never forget it. I wow. really appreciate that. Wow. And so I did pretty well with some of those people, and next thing you know, half the church was with me, and you know, um, and I became involved in the church, and yeah. um, and you know, they even featured me um, during uh, this this phase of um, of um, like sermons, I guess you would call it. Uh, called uh, phys- um, physical fruitfulness, you know, <laughs> and so it was me and a few That's of my clients, yeah. and everybody, you know, got up on stage, and you know, it was it was great. So that caused up. a massive yeah. explosion yeah. in my business. Um, so I, so let me just say, taking working sixteen hours a day for a long time straight with yeah. like three hours of sleep. Became your lifestyle. It it takes a toll on you. Yeah, There's not does. one rich dude unless he just didn't, you know, like a I don't I don't know, maybe there's like some like Saudi prince who inherited seventy billion dollars. But it, there's not one entrepreneur yeah. who created their own wealth just. who didn't make tremendous sacrifices. You have to make tremendous sacrifices. I always said I got to do what they won't do. Mm. I always thought about what people won't do. What seems crazy. Yeah. And that's what I did. That's what you did. Why would anybody come home on Friday night and work till three o'clock in the morning writing programs when they could just do it on Saturday Saturday morning morning instead? I know. And my whole thought was, I'm going to work till three and then I'm going to be at that gym at 6 a.m. on Saturday morning to train people all day. And whenever I get a break, I'm going to respond to my clients and I'm gonna just do this, and I'm gonna keep doing it, and keep doing it. My thought process was party now. I'm sorry, work, work now. now, and then Enjoy the second that. half of my life do do whatever, do whatever I want. You, and yeah. and so far, it's turning out to be good. That's amazing. I'm still man. working just as hard, yeah. uh, not as many hours. Mm, yep, but yep. the things I have to do now as a, as, a, as a business owner are a little bit different. I'm sorry, as a gym owner. Um. So yeah. Tremendous sacrifices and understanding that all these fun times that Instagram's showing you, all this feeling of FOMO, fear of missing out, fucking bullshit. By the time you're done working, if you put your head down and work, there's going to be better shit out there than there is right now. Stuff that's going to make you even happier. Don't take the snack too early. Hmm. Delayed gratification, conscientiousness, and determination, okay? You want to know what... what, what, those Those are the biggest... Those are the biggest things with anyone who wants to be successful at anything. Yeah. Can you delay gratification? Let's look at bodybuilding. How well do you think Jay Cutler would have done going up against Ronnie Coleman 
if he was eating Cadbury <laughs> eggs, right? If he was eating a Cadbury egg every yeah, night, right? Or twice yeah, a week. twice a week. He's not going to, he's going to get absolutely Mm-mm. made into a, you know, made into a, a joke on stage, right? Yep. yep. So you won't find any good bodybuilders who can't control what they eat. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and so you won't find anyone who's really ec- excellent at anything who doesn't have the ability to delay gratification, yes. to see five sh- chest steps ahead and see where it could go. Mm. Instead of taking what you know you can have right now that will fuck you, fuck you, yeah. you, you, you look down the line and you say, hey, if I don't take this right now, what can I have in the future? You know, it's same way with invest, investing. Yeah. You know, if you have five grand right now, yeah, you can go out and buy a pair of Balenciagas. You can go out, get a table at the club. Maybe you get up. A, a, a hot girl because you got those bands out, yep, right? Yep. What if you were? What if you would have put that? What if? Tw- what if twelve years ago you put that five Gs in Bitcoin? You'd be you'd, you'd be, be rich a, right yeah, now. Yeah. You would be rich right now. Yeah. Um. You know. So, delayed gratification. Okay. Nothing is as sweet as the pie that you let bake. If you eat it early, it's not cooked, it's and you and you will and you will <laughs> you regret it. it yeah. You say, "Why the fuck? Yeah, did, hey, it's not bad. I, raw dough's okay, but if I waited, you would have gotten something." But I was so hungry. Mm. Yeah, delaying gratification. So to all the entrepreneurs out there, you know, I definitely want to say, um, practice your ability to delay gratification. One of the ways you can do it is with diet and exercise. Yeah. Okay. Just, just to get your mental muscles stronger, try only try try going on a, on a diet. Try doing it perfectly and try only eating one meal off plan a week on the weekend. Practice. Practice. A lot of dividends to be gained from yeah. that. You'll get in shape. You'll feel a lot better. You'll yeah. look a lot better. And that 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 cheat meal, that off plan meal, that might actually end up helping you. Helping you. That yeah. might actually end up making plus. you grow more Make muscle. You grow more muscle. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It might. Give yourself, it might give you a little metabolic stimulation. But if you eat Chinese food every night, you're going to look like it. Mm, Okay. Same is true with any field. Um, You know, um, RNs who go into nursing, you know, hey, you go to school for two more years, you become a nurse practitioner. Yeah. yeah. And now you can write prescriptions and you're going to make a lot of money. Money. Um, I'm not saying that all RNs have. Have, have, don't have delayed gratification. There's many different, I'm just using it as an example. There's yeah. many, there are many different situations where, you know, RNs are great and they, they, they stopped at RN because they, that, that was all they wanted to do. Now they have something else to do. Yeah. Uh, just an example. But, you know, it's, it, it's like bodybuilding, okay? I had a client recently who I had basically transformed from October to, um, like up a month ago, uh, three weeks ago. And, you know, uh, he he looked great, but in my opinion, it wasn't a safe bet that he was going to win his show gotcha. with the muscle mass that he had. So yeah. what I wanted to do was I wanted to bulk him for two or three more months and then have him compete after. Yeah. I wanted to, he was using some things. I wanted to get that out of him and, yeah. and let his body heal, make sure that he's healthy uh, maintain as much muscle mass as possible and then go on to a real bodybuilding prep, okay? A yeah, prep. Yeah, um, now, he's going to compete. Will he do well? Maybe. Does he have a good physique? Absolutely. He's got a great physique. But I think he could have maybe gone pro if he 
did what I said. I mean, I think he maybe could have gone pro this year if he did what I said. Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, he needs, he needed more volume. So he wants to compete because he wants to compete because he wants to compete. Yeah, it does yeah. a lot for people yes. in terms of ego, ego and self-esteem and even getting your name out yep, there as a trainer. Yeah. Um, I wanted him to wait a little bit longer. So mm. so we, we had a disagreement. We parted ways. He's oh, going to compete shit. anyways oh, and he's going to do his thing. Um, and I wish him the best of luck. Yeah. I do. Um, but as a coach, you know, I want to be safe and make sure my people are healthy, make sure there's no health problems, there's no long-term ramifications for any of the protocols. So, um, but that's just one example. There's, there's a whole lot. There's a whole lot of examples. But you don't, in life, be wary of the low-hanging fruit, something that is, is right, in, right front in front of you. Right in front of you, yeah. So easy to get, yeah. you know. It's, it's uh, you know, maybe if you're at a nightclub, and you see a beautiful woman and she comes up to you and she's all over you right away. Maybe that's maybe that's a little suspicious. Yeah, you know? so something if she's around all, all over, over you, you. Yeah, that low hanging fruit. Yeah. You know, maybe if you wait a little longer, maybe you meet a really nice girl. Maybe you end up getting married that night. Maybe yeah. maybe you end up meeting a girl that you, you end up marrying, marrying. Right? Yeah, just patient, delay that yeah. gratification a little bit. Just calm down, just people. Calm down. Everybody, calm down. So, um, yeah. Um, Bodybuilding can teach you a whole lot about delayed gratification. Yes. If so, some of these people, if they just understood that you can apply the bodybuilding methodology to pretty much every they aspect of life, life, there would be yeah. a lot more successful, talented CEOs and people out there with muscles. I agree. Um, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, thank you. The beautiful. You literally just summarized your life in uh, <laughs> how many minutes? <laughs> but like, I love the fact that you started from your, f like, the, the, the worst moment of your life. You get me, right? That's literally where you started the story because for me, it's like I want people to listen in to this podcast and, and, and not hear like how sweet it is, how easy it is, but no. you know, like that this shit, is, this shit is yeah. messed up. Yeah. You, you would go through things that you never yep. would wish even on your enemy. Yep. <laughs> you understand, yeah. right? Being, being an entrepreneur too, not just the path to get the there, but being an entrepreneur yeah. too, You'll ask yourself all the time, fuck, is this worth it? <laughs> Shit, I could have been in the union. My job's secure. My money's coming in. Yeah, I have to listen to other people, but I'm working from th 7 to 3.30, and then I'm done. Yeah. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. It, it, let me but tell it you something. It comes at a price. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's worth the headache to be your own commander. Yeah. You don't want to be commanded by somebody. Someone. That is, yeah. That's a very... Uh, well... I should say, if you have the entrepreneurial spirit, some people have no it. problem. People, yeah. But if you have the entrepreneurial spirit, it, 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 it probably going to be bad for you in a variety of ways, not yeah. the least of which is your mental health if you're subordinate to somebody else for your entire life. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, that's why I love the field of personal training, by the way, and that's why I treat all of my personal trainers at Ultraflex so well and like they're their own boss they technically are they're all freelance at yeah, my gym yeah. everybody's freelance they're running their own business and, and i help they, them when i can and then they pay a certain commission to the gym right and they pay a, a fee monthly a fee to the month, gym yeah. yeah it makes them yeah. feel like a boss you understand right for sure yeah yeah for sure yeah i like that yeah i, like I that. mean yeah so 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 you know i try to i try to make all of my people at the gym feel special once you guys as entrepreneurs get into a place where you're safe, uh, where you have some sort of uh, passive income coming in. Um, my advice, just purely on, based on karma and experience, is pay it forward. Yeah, yeah you you paved the way. Yeah, yeah you're the trailblazer. Yep. But, but 
hey, you know what? We're here to help each other. That's Thanks. why we're here on earth. And, and that's that's what purpose is all about, by the way. That's what, that's what being a coach is all about. And you find something you're good at that you can help other people with mm. and that you can make money off of. Mm. And that's your purpose. Boom, 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 boom. I, I, I came across this. I was same. just talking to Ernesto. It's actually... I was on Ernesto's podcast earlier. Shout yeah. out to Ernesto. Shout out to and him. Ernesto and I were talking about that. I think he's the one who said that. But that's exactly, I mean, I couldn't have put it better myself. That's exactly, that's exactly what it is. I what mean, is. You, you, and if you don't have purpose, you won't have direction. And if yeah. you won't have direction, you're going to go a lot of places. Some of yeah. them won't be good. Yeah. If you have direction, you're going to go some places that aren't great either. Yeah. But, um, you know, being a, a ship with no captain. You go nowhere. Yeah. You're, you, you might end up going in circles. Could waste a decade, you know? Yeah. Number one thing I can tell entrepreneurs is decide what you want to do. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest thing. What do you want to do? Think about it all the time and then start putting small steps in place to get there. Small steps. Okay? I started as a personal trainer. Uh, now I... I'll manage a gym. I have I have another business, advanced wellness programming, uh, and I I have Ultraflex. Yeah. You know, and uh, I didn't start with that. Ultra, Everybody yeah. looks at me and they're like, "Oh, you're oh, so Ultra lucky." Yeah, yeah. I'm so fucking lucky, dude. <laughs> While well, you guys were out at barbecues getting shit faced, yeah. I was fucking biting my fingernails and doing fucking calculations to get, you know, to get my paperwork People, done and to yeah. to you know. Well, well, you guys were sleeping in. On Sunday, I was up at 5 o'clock in the morning getting my ass to the gym to mm. train people because mm. I wasn't about to let one fucking hour go by where I wasn't up. advancing myself. If you, if you want to be a successful entrepreneur, you have to think about yourself in terms of you in a room of a 1,000 people and you have to do what they will not fucking do. Ooh, yeah. Do what they won't do and they can't beat you. Mm. You need to be prepared to go further. Yeah, It's like... If somebody can hold their hand on a frying pan for like 10 seconds. Yeah, you got to hold it more than. You have to hold it on for 20. Yeah, not even 11 seconds. No, nah. no. You, you, if you want to be a beast, yep. if you want to be the, 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 the king of the jungle, you mm. have to be miles ahead of other people. Miles. So what I did was um, I stopped caring about money and stopped chasing money. And I started to make legitimate connections with people. Real connections. Get to know them. Mm-hmm. You can't care it? about somebody unless you know something about them. You got to know that them on some true. level, that right? True. And that's what that's like personal training. Yes. It's personal first before training. Exactly. Yeah. So what was my secret? My secret wasn't making people think I care. My secret was caring. And, you know, I care in all kinds of ways. Sometimes it's not nice. Sometimes mm-hmm. I... I've gotten mad at clients who cheated on their diet. I, char- I charge them fees. Yeah. I, I, I had a conversation with a, I had a conversation with another guy yeah. this morning who was a client of mine, and he he, he decided he didn't want to pay. He owed me money. Had a little uh, had a little temper tantrum yeah. because um, I had I had charged him a fee during the program, and he, you know, he I think he's going through some financial hardships. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he lost his marbles. It was, it was funny. I just sat there. Um, but, um, you know, basically, um, I forgot where I was going with that. You care. Oh, yeah. About your clients. Yeah. So, um, you know, the way that I care about my clients 
sometimes it's it's like I'm their dad. Love hate relationship. Yeah, sometimes I've had many coaching programs with people that I thought this thing was going to blow up. They were never going to talk to me again, mm-hmm. or that they were going to hate me. Yes. And a lot of times they end up becoming good friends of mine. Yeah, because people understand, you know, what what I'm trying to do, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they understand, you know, he's not perfect. He has his way of doing it. Another secret I have to coaching, which this isn't a coaching podcast, but this is about entrepreneurship, but coaching is, I thought of my best coach ever and my best mentor ever, which was my father. Best mm. coach, best mentor, best mentor toughest best motherfucker, friend. dude. So tough. My dad was so tough on me. He was so hard on me. And um, I remember the way he coached me in baseball, football. Um, he never coached me in football. Baseball. Uh, hockey um, and I implemented a lot of that you know what yeah. it's a real no bullshit mentality Strategy, getting yeah. it done no matter no what, matter what yeah. determination so yeah. thank you dad for teaching me shout out to you dad yeah I mean I'll never be the man you are but. I know that because you're you're exceptional but I'm doing my best and I've absorbed at least a few of your good qualities and all of oh. your bad qualities yeah so we're good um, so yeah yeah you know what I'm wondering, like, you know, when you were in that dark place in your life, how did you get, like, what was going through your mind, you know, and how did you get out of there to this new place where you became a trainer that started coaching people online? <coughs> okay. All right. Several dark times. Yeah. Okay. There was the dark time when I was sent away as a kid. I got in trouble. I had to go to some places. I went to uh, a treatment place in um, Utah oh, wow. where they were trying to brainwash me into becoming a Mormon. <laughs> By the way, yeah. there's a documentary on Netflix, I believe, right now, and it's about this this treatment center up in Poland Springs, Maine, called Elon. If if anybody's interested in knowing what this place in Utah was like, check that documentary out. A lot of the same stuff. Really? The place in Utah, though, they were trying to brainwash you. They were turn, tr- turning everybody into Mormons. Are you serious? It was bizarre. Yeah, that, that place has since been shut down, and there are a lot of lawsuits on that place for wow. causing extreme PTSD to Foot people. To people, yeah. Yeah. Hey, guess what? They tried to brainwash your boy, but I escaped. <laughs> Shout out to you, Dr. Lori. <laughs> I escaped. <laughs> I escaped. Um, I got myself out of there, and then I got shipped back to Massachusetts. Uh, got put in a DYS place up called Penikes Island. Yeah. It's off the coast of uh, the Cape. Uh, it's a very small island, like a little thing. It used to be a leper colony. And there's about 20 kids out there. At least there was. I think it's closed down now, but it was a great place. It was yeah. a fucking country club compared to Utah. Utah was a nightmare. This place was like, yeah, it sucked. I was with... All criminals and these kids were weird and they were but kill- still. they but but at least they weren't trying to brainwash, brainwash me into becoming yeah. a Mormon. Yeah. That was just that's what that place was. Mm. It, it, I could go into that for hours. Maybe I'll do a podcast someday about that place. About that place. Um, but um, so that was a really dark time. Um, what got me out of that place? Well, yes. one day I one day I said to myself, "There's two things that are going to happen today. One, I'm going to escape, mm-hmm. or two. I'm going to stab somebody in the neck with a piece of metal and get myself put in prison. prison. Because I would rather be in prison, prison and exposed being... to all that yeah. than be here and be brainwashed. Because oh, I was literally man. watching kids 
changed before my eyes and be brainwashed. Oh my God. It was so crazy. It was so fucking demented. Still have nightmares about it. But so what happened was I snuck out. I, it, uh, it was a it was a locked off facility, but basically uh, I said I was going to go to the bathroom. I went in the hall, snuck down through the kitchen, opened the door and jumped the fence and ran like a ran, motherfucker. Like you come out of the truck. Yeah, I ran. <laughs> dude, I, I honestly like, you know, I ran, dude. I ran like as if I was a slave and like, yeah, yeah. like the, the plantation people were asleep <laughs> and like, I ju- like, I'm like, fuck, like I'm really doing it. I'm really, all right, they're going to kill me. Like I, I, that's how I go like six miles away and you know, uh, I, I called my mother and I told her like, look, this yeah, is what's this really is what's going really on at this going, place. Yeah, yeah. You need to hear this cause they won't let me tell you. Yeah. And so then, um, you know, she called the place and they 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 got me. They they picked me up on the highway. And then brought you they brought home. me back. Then they, they said you can't stay here. Nah, I said good. Good. I don't want to ship me back to Massachusetts, dude. They abused me all the way out there. They sat me down for hours and just ridiculed me. It was crazy. It's crazy, but it was a good learning experience. I love it. Yeah. I'm so glad it happened. Thank wow. God. Even though that that was the being in that place, that was the lowest point of my mm. my life so far. Um, because. Uh, it wasn't just that I was away and I couldn't do what I wanted. It was yeah. that they were trying to psychologically fuck me, yeah, right? Yeah. So, um, so, and obviously people figured it out because that place is gone now. Um. All right. Another low point was after the spinal surgery. Yeah. What got me out of that? Well, same thing that got me out of. Uh, the place Vista, enough's enough. Enough's enough. Oh, that's the mindset. You gotta hit rock gotta, bottom. Mm, maybe and then even say a couple enough times. Is enough. Yeah, fuck this. Fuck this. Fuck this. Until all the thoughts disappear in your head and yeah. all you see is fuck this flash in front of your <laughs> eyes. You know? And so after a few months of laying around and being a cripple, I said, I'm going to prove those doctors wrong. Yeah. They don't know what type of guy I am. Mm, period. Mm, I'm I'm mm. I'm gonna prove them wrong. So uh, I treated that like I was escaping from the back of a car. Wow. You know, like I have to do this. There is no fucking way I'm going to go down like this. Yeah. I'm not going down like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big, strong dude. I'm not going to be a cripple. Mm-mm. That's not going to happen. Oh, I don't man. care what the doctors say. I'm going to be a modern of, of, I'm sorry, a marvel of modern medicine. They're not going to know what, what the fuck to think. Mm. So I went back after three months after the surgery. They said, Hey, I don't know what to tell you. Your spine's fully fused now. Like you can go back to weightlifting a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so I went back to weightlifting, got myself in good shape, yeah. and then I had a million other physical issues between then and now. But that's how you know it was. It was deciding that nothing matters except what I'm trying yeah, to do. What you're trying to that's do. That's it. Yeah, it's like a do or die. Do like, or die. There's no other option. There's no other option. Yes. I'm the the you know I have to. Make a choice here. Yeah. Am I gonna am I gonna die? Am I gonna go down like that? Yeah. Thankfully, my father. I was trained by such a tough person. He's so mentally strong. So I think I absorbed a little bit of that too. And that, that it, it, he he taught me that quitting is habitual. You don't want to get into a habit of quitting. Of quitting, yeah. It, whether I, I would always want to quit soccer. I would yeah. Wanna, little things. He wouldn't. He said, "Hey, listen, I'd let you do it, but unfortunately, quitting's habitual, and I can't let you be that type of person." Fact. And that stuck with me. Mm. So I don't quit now. Mm. Um, I don't do it. So, um, and then, uh, 
you know, after those surgeries, I had a series of other surgeries. That was a really dark time. That's when I, you know, my girlfriend left. left. Yeah. I kicked her out. Um, <laughs> and, but she was leaving anyways. I gave her a little boot on the way out. She was yeah. walking easier, out voluntarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I gave uh, her a little John Jones <laughs> kick Get out. in the back of the hip. You made it easier. Yeah, I made it easier. I lubed it up. <laughs> so, um, anyways, uh, uh heartbroken it was going through innumerable surgeries i was a slug i was still going to work every day mm. slings and bloated and fat and feeling like shit, shit and yeah. around people who condoned that sort of thing like the people i worked with they're not fitness gurus right they they, hey you're, you're doing fine as long as your fingers work and you're okay yeah, okay and um that was a really dark time and the way i got out of that was a little bit different who's just consistent diet and exercise and you know letting go of all the things that were harming my body yeah but the big one is leaving the company i worked for and starting my own thing okay. that was a big one and 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 how did i do that um the same thing as how i escaped from that place vista the yeah. same, 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 same fucking thing. Same fucking I would tell myself that this is my only shot at freedom. Yep. I would say, uh, of course, I knew it wasn't real slavery. Yeah. But look, but like, you got to have that mindset. Yes. You have to. You <laughs> ha sometimes you have to play mental games with yep. yourself, right? Uh, you're in a place you don't want to be. You're forced to do things you don't want to do or else you'll die, right? Your livelihood will be in jeopardy. So... I looked at it as modern indentured Slavery. servitude. Yes. Yeah, right? basically, that's yeah. what it is. I think it is, right? Yeah. It's, it's, I don't want to say, I don't want to, uh, like, I don't want to um, minimize the experience of slaves in the yeah, United States yeah. of America. Oh, yeah, yeah, no like, It's not the, yeah, same, it's thing, not the right? same thing, but. But it's a sort of a form of mental, mental slavery, slavery where yeah. you just can't get out of it, mm -hmm. and what do you do? So, basically, um, I said that my life is held hostage right now. And I'm my own superhero, mm. and nobody's, nobody's coming, coming to save, to save right? you. <laughs> I, I, I have to, I have to get out of this yeah, myself. So that's when I just, I just went. You know, anybody who knows me really well will, will tell you they didn't see me for years. Mm. I went totally ghost mode. ghost mode. And if you want to be an entrepreneur, yeah. and you want to be successful, yeah. you have to be willing to sacrifice all the things that you really love to do. For the thing that you are trying to do, okay, for mm. your goal, you have mm. to, you have to be willing. That's a huge part. You know, sometimes I coach people. You know, I'll I'll, I'll be talking to them like, okay, so there's no drinking alcohol in the program. Oh, well, I don't know if I can handle that. Well, 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 how do you expect to to do a diet properly if you're adding things in things that aren't on the, the diet, yeah, on the especially diet. alcohol, yeah, right? Yeah. Obviously that person doesn't really want to be in shape as much as they want to drink. be able to drink, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I took out every single thing that was distracting me and I tossed it out and I put my head down and I said, you have to do this no matter what or you're fucked. And I would get myself worked up and anxious all the time about it. I would tell myself stories. Sometimes I tell myself stories. If you're in a set, you got to do five reps on the squats. Yeah. You're lifting heavy. Yep. You're at three, and it's real heavy, and you're like, fuck, I don't know if I have two more. Two more. Tell yourself a story. Dude, you are the biggest piece of shit on earth if Life. you don't do this. Life. Yeah. You are the biggest piece of shit on earth if you don't get this up. You are. The world's going to end. Mm. Your girl's going to leave. Mm. Hey, 
Why the fuck would your girl want you if you can't if squat, you can this? squat this? And yeah. you know, it doesn't have to make sense. It just has to be enough to stimulate a little spark, spark in your brain, your brain so that yeah. you you go totally Beast. like static electricity in your eyes, like the TV. You know the TV. I'm yeah. sorry. You know the TV when it's all white and gray and black. And the old like, school. <laughs> yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Your eyes just go like that, and you're just not there anymore, and you just go into a totally different realm mentally. Yeah. That's 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 what I did. I treated my profession as a serious set of squats, set of squats. and I knew it was going to be hard, and I knew it was going to suck, and I knew every day there was going to be some unhappiness. Yeah. Another thing entrepreneurs should know, not every day is going to be happy. Mm. You might have more unhappy Happy days, days than not, than even, I, when you, even when you get it, even yeah. when you get your, your goals achieved. Yeah. Um, what I've learned. Life is not all rainbows and, and, and cookies. Yeah. Life's not a box of chocolates, okay? Mm, mm. Um, Forrest Gump was wrong about that. Life is shitstorm after shitstorm with small slices of calm in between. in between. And that's what you need to savor. Mm. If you get the chance to savor it, savor it. Don't take it for granted. Because yeah. if, so, if your life's going really good, I promise you, get a shitstorm around the corner. Every time my life's going really amazing, I'm always like, Waiting for the shit storm, I put my... <laughs> You're like, something's, something's yeah, yeah. funny. Like, you hey, feel like it's going to rain. <laughs> you, what's going on What's here? going on, man? Like, yeah, all of a sudden a piece of shit hits me in the face. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, being an entrepreneur, look, being a person on earth, you're not entitled to fucking, fucking every day man. happy, yeah, okay? Yeah. And you need to be okay with, with not the, being happy, not yeah. feeling good. Mm. Remembering that not it's just day. it's just a fact that if you don't stop trying, you won't fail mm. on most things. Mm. All right. Look, if I went to try to go fight Mike Tyson now or in his prime, I'd probably try a lot of times and I'd fail. Maybe I'd just die the first time. I don't know. Uh, probably not going to beat Mike Tyson up, though. Right. Yep. But when it comes to starting a business, opening a business, it comes to start your, your passion. Let's say I know. Uh, shout out to my my personal trainer at uh, Ultraflex Amorica. Uh, she does pole dancing, um, teaches people. It's a yeah. great exercise. Yeah. Um, you know, if she wanted to ever start a a pole dancing business, uh, maybe it'd be profitable. Maybe it'd be great. Not every day is going to be good. No, baby, yeah. Not every day is going to be easy. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's going to be a lot of times where you think you could fail. Yeah. And you have to keep going, mm. uh, no matter what. Yeah. Um, you know, I tell all my personal trainers this. I got I got a great trainer at the gym, Brittany. Yeah. Everybody should follow Brittany. B Toro underscore fitness. She's great. And she's a nurse and she's got a real career. She's got a real career. She's got a great head on her shoulders and she's smart, right? Yeah. She's smart as attack, sharp as attack. And um, she is making the change over from being a nurse to aesthetics nurse. Yeah. To being a full time trainer. Are you serious? I'm helping to mentor her yeah, and coach her a little yeah, bit in that. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've told her, look, there's going to be some times where you feel like this isn't working. This isn't working. You know, you, you're not going to make ends meet. Uh, you know, but you just keep going just and keep you going. are a fucking rock star and mm. you're going to succeed. Mm. Um, all entrepreneurs should have a mentor of some sort. 100%. Okay. 100%. All of the people at my gym, yeah. I do my best to mentor the trainers at my gym. They're all people I care about. Um, you know, we have uh, uh, a guy that I've been trying to help out too is, is, is Sam Puccio. He's guys, check out Sam Puccio. He's one of our trainers. Um, 
you know, I took him under my wing. I, I mentored him a little bit, and, yeah. and I've been trying to help him become successful. And I've let him know that there's going to be some days where you feel like you're just not doing it right. Doing it right, yeah. And uh, there's, there's going to be some days where you feel like you can't, you, 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 you can't get it done. It's just not working. Maybe yeah. it's you. Yeah. Keep going. Um, there's, there's, there's a very, very talented, successful trainer at my gym. This guy Clayton. It's actually Amorica's um, boyfriend. The tall guy. Tall guy. Tall Brazilian. Tall jacked. Brazilian Jack. Yeah. Handsome. Good handsome. Handsome yeah. bastard. He told me he thinks he's ugly. Clayton, you're not ugly, dude. Okay. You're handsome. Just I don't know stop. about that guy. Is ugly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody in the world looks at Clayton and goes, "That guy's ugly." <laughs> Like what the fuck? What was he dude, the dude looks like a Brazilian uh, James Bond for Christ's sake. I know, I know, and he's tall. He's like, tall. Geez, he's what jacked. jacked. You know, you a food bag. The ladies love him, dude. Uh, sorry, Marco. The ladies do. <laughs> Girls look at you, man. What it is what do? it is. It is what um, it is. <laughs> so uh, you know, like I always like use him as an example. Like yeah. guys, look at what Clayton has done. He's got a legitimate strong personal training business yeah, coaching business yeah. he gets the job done and 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 he's somebody to look up to mm. i mean there's so many the, the all the, all of my trainers are great people but clayton's like somebody i've known i've known clayton since 2016 yeah. and uh you know he's a just a talented remarkable entrepreneur I got a lot of respect for Clayton. He gotcha. he he makes his paper. He's good, and he and he gives people such quality. It's oh. it's unbelievable. I've experienced him. Yeah, have you I've used him? No, 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 no. Oh, I've you, seen him in the gym. Oh, you've seen him. I've seen him work with um, clients. Yeah, amazing guy. He helped me once. He helped me once. I, I remember how I was doing a leg curl hmm. on that um, Arsenal yep. line leg curls, and he he came and put a, a little pad on it and said, "Put this here. It helps with the range of motion." And when I use this trick it was way better than the way because it was going all the way down you understand yeah. right but now with the patty put it in there yeah. the, the tension was just constant you understand yeah. right i was like yeah thank you so much and i've never spoken to that guy yeah. before and that day no, he he's that's 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 one of the um that's a great quality in in somebody in his profession is yeah. offering free advice. free advice it just opens the door you know if you're an entrepreneur you're you're, you're passionate about whatever it is you do let's say it's making cannolis yeah hey don't underestimate the power and giving out a free, free cannoli. Free here cannoli. Oh okay? yeah! Oh yeah! You, you, you can really um, make somebody feel special yes, by doing that. By doing that, um, and they'll pay you back in ways that you don't even expect. Of course, of mm. course. Hey, listen, the div, the div, if if you're good to people, the dividends you can expect huge, unlimited. Yeah. You know? Be good to everybody you meet. Have, try to have one thing, one piece of advice I would give to entrepreneurs is. Try not to make enemies, which mm. I'm not perfect at. Mm. You know, I, I gotta I gotta hair cross my ass sometimes. Yeah. Um, but everybody you come into contact with, try to leave a good taste in their mouth. Yeah. Try to make them feel good. Hey, listen, at the very least, yeah, you never know what somebody's going through. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And if you believe in karma, it's good karma to give somebody a little bit of compassion when you can. But if you do that enough, you know, you'll win all kinds of friends mm. and allies all over. You know. Uh, a few more people I just want to touch on just in, 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 in terms of the discussion of entrepreneurship, you know, because yeah. I consider all of our personal trainers to entrepreneurs. be self-employed yeah. entrepreneurs. Yeah. yeah, You know, I don't know if you've seen Carol, the girl with the big quads. Big quads, yeah. Yeah, ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah. She's, she is jacked. She's jacked. That, that girl, <laughs> she's actually not a bad person to have on the podcast. You know, she came here from Brazil, yeah. came here by herself. Yeah. Um, you know, she's married and. Toby is her husband. Toby husband. also works at the Toby's gym. Toby's a trainer now, right? Toby's a trainer. Yeah, he's yeah. Toby's 
sick. He's so good at training. His body's amazing. His body's amazing. Body's I told him amazing. yesterday he's got one of the best physiques I've ever Jeez. seen. And and he's an incredible person. Yep, trainer. yep. But it, but back to Carol. Carol is, um, you know, somebody who just is out here pulling herself up by her bootstraps daily and making it happen mm, in a country mm. where it's English as her second is, language. Yeah. She doesn't have much of a safety net, and she's got real, um, she's got real incentive to be successful. I got you. Okay. Sometimes entrepreneurs, hey, if you don't have real incentive to be successful, you need to be able to manufacture incentive to be successful. Okay, If you're not poor, if you didn't grow up in the gutter um, and you are, you know, you don't have to do it, you don't have to be successful, you're going to survive either way. A lot of times that fucks people. Yep, it does. Okay. Yeah. But if you can, if you're, if you're not like that, if you're not in that situation, um, you know, you need to be able to get yourself into that situation mentally. Yeah. And it's possible to do yeah. it. I've seen it happen yeah. before. Some of the hardest working people I know are people who came up in families with money. Yeah. I, 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 I asked this guy a long time ago. He's a football player. And I said, how? I said, look, you, you your family's loaded, dude. Like, why are you such a crazy man with school? Why do you work so hard with, in, you know, in, on, in football? Like, dude, why don't you just chill? And he said, hey, the elevator doesn't go all the way to the top. So, meaning I'm crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm a nut. You can, you, can, you can create that feeling inside artificially. Inside. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. He's not a crazy guy. Yeah. He just told himself he had to do it enough times and it's stuck. I mean, he, he got determined. Mm. Determination factor is mm. huge. Um, Mimi, same thing. Incredible. Okay? Who's, who's Mimi? Mimi is the uh, other jacked girl, one of the other jacked girls we have. Uh, darker skinned. Uh, yeah. Um, I would. She's no. She looks more like an Italian. Oh. Okay. She's like got brown hair. Um. The the we have uh, Viviani. Who's, I know Viviani. Yeah. yeah. Viviani. She's a little bit darker. And then there's someone have, you posted on your IG that was quoting um a few days ago on uh, your story. She had like um what was the way two seventy something on or so who's that trainer? You gave her a shout out and you were talking about her. I mean, you Debbie? post all your. I think it's Debbie. I mean, you post all your trainers every yeah. every day, which yeah. is an amazing thing you do. I love it. You're just yeah. like just, I could literally tell every trainers you have yeah. just from your story. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I try to I try to weekly promote them so that people know. Like yeah. we have these great people. Great people. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Debbie, Debbie, I'll tell you, she worked. I I knew her when I was 17 years old. Really? Yeah. She worked at Red Sauce, which is an Italian restaurant, Peabody. Cutest little thing, little eyebrow ring, no muscles, yeah. salads. <laughs> now she's an IFBB pro. Ooh, yeah, looking sick. She looks unbelievable. I'm sick. At, every time you look at Debbie, it's a little treat. She looks unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, she's like, makes your eyes makes feel you like real. you got, you got a, like uh, I don't know. You got you, you poured a shot of booze in your eyes. Uh, she 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 she's like a physical specimen. Mm. All, all all of our trainers, are, yeah. You know? But Mimi is. Um, you know, she's uh, just incredible. You want to talk about a good person, a good heart. Mimi's quiet, right? She's quiet. I know Mimi now. Yeah. I know Mimi. She's Mimi loves doll. legs. She's, she loves she's quiet. She's the she's the booty queen. She's the booty queen. Yeah. I know Mimi. Yeah. I know Mimi. Yes, 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 I know. She's, she's, yeah. she's, all, she's about that booty life. But amazing, too. She spoke to me once, and I was like, oh, wow. I didn't know she had this kind of person inside of her. Yeah, you understand, she's, right? She's smart. She's, yeah. she's, she's, she's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and, you know. 
Everybody loves Mamie. She's a pro, right? You said she's, she's she not looks, a pro. Oh, she's not a but pro. But she's going to go pro. Oh, okay. She uh, looks... One thing I know about Mamie is yeah. she will do whatever the fuck okay. she has to to get where she needs to go as long as she's playing within the, the rules. Yeah. She's not a nefarious person, not a bad person. She's a good person, yeah, a sweet that's, person. That's amazing. She knows how to work hard. Yeah. Incredible entrepreneur in her own right. Mm. She came to Ultraflex. I helped her out a little bit and she has basically created a... Big business for herself, you know. She's a she's a powerhouse. Same with Carol. They're both they're both unbelievable. They're best friends. They they spend all the time together. I always whenever I think of Carol, I think of Mimi. Carol and Mimi. Um, You know, Viviani. You know, is probably the person I know the least about um, out of all the trainers. But she's got an amazing story as well. You know, she came over here uh, from Brazil. Her child's in Brazil, and you know she. Busts her ass, Best, dude, yeah. and she's a she's fucking strong. My God, she's so strong. Some of the strongest people in our gym are girls, though. Shout out to the ladies at Ultraflex. My God, I mean, in life too, in life too, mentally, yeah. women. Uh, Wim, women are. Uh, I've it's learned. not. It's not surprising that you have them in your gym. Yeah, <laughs> women. Uh, women have have more mental HP, more more horsepower, yeah. on average than men the by men, yeah. like eighty percent probably. Yeah. And I don't know if the numbers right. But, um, they're, I can push women harder in training sessions. Men, you know, it's, 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 women really are. Women really, I don't know what to say too, but I agree with you. Yeah, they, they, they can do stuff <laughs> men can't men do. Can and do. they also, one of the things that makes women pretty good entrepreneurs yeah. and, and men not so much so is that uh, women multitask like Ooh, much better they much can do like better. three things at once i could do a half of one thing at once my mom did it you know growing up there was she had to make everything happen she had to make everything possible you understand right i believe it but never just you know never had the opportunity to to be successful yeah but she did everything she could to get us where we are today i i classify her as the greatest entrepreneur in the world yeah because i don't know how the fuck she made it like yeah with, I saw situations and I don't know how she was able to feed us. You understand, yeah. right? So it's just so amazing yeah. like what women are really She sounds like with. a badass. Badass. Yeah. Badass. Shout out to your mom. Oh man, oh man. <laughs> nah, I forever love her, man. Yeah. yeah. Does she live here? Nah, she's she's in she's in Nigeria. Nigeria. Yeah. Do you ever bring her over? I would. I will. I mean, but for her it's it's like mostly hard. She she loves Nigeria so much. All her friends are there, everyone's there. Yeah. You know, she's very comfortable. She's like, you know, just do you, man. I just want you to be successful, you understand, right? Yeah. I'll be fine. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um yeah, so I don't know if I'm missing any oh yeah. We have um What about the guys? So we have Junior. Yeah. He's uh, he's a Brazilian guy too. Doesn't speak much English, but I can tell you he's a sweetheart of a guy, gotcha. and, and he does really good work. Mm. And um, you know, entrepreneur in his own right. You know, he 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 was a uh, physical therapist in Brazil. He's got an incredible. You should try him out actually for sports massage. He gotcha. will destroy you. Are you serious? I need yeah. that. Yeah. I need. <laughs> you got it. You got to DM him. He'll. Uh, he didn't speak much English, but if you tell him what tell you want, he'll translate it. Gotcha. Um, and he's just. Such an asset to the gym, such a I nice guy. Like I said, I don't speak Portuguese. I know a few words, yeah. the bad words and stuff. But he, he, uh, you know, I, I've dealt with him enough to understand the type of guy he is. Yeah. He's pretty. He's he's just he's an amazing guy. Mm. So for for male trainers at the gym, we have Toby. Toby's uh, Carol's husband. husband. He just yeah. came on with us. Yeah. He's like I said. I mean, he's one of the best at like understanding the science of movement in the gym, like kinesiology and stuff. Um, and um, you know Sam Puccio, bodybuilder, great kid. Uh, he's newish. Oh, okay. Um, he, he competes, right? He's a little bit. I think he's he's like five nine or five, five nine. ten. I don't, I'm not sure. 
Uh, and he does compete. He's competed in the past. Yeah. Uh, he actually used to have the same coach I have. Oh. You know, and he's he's great. Is he, that the one you said took your hat? No, that's Josh. That's true. That's no. Josh. That's Josh the thief. <laughs> But he's he's now that that kid I want to talk about too because he's pretty impressive himself yeah, in his yeah. own right. Um, but yeah, we, um, Sam is a really good kid. He, he tries really hard for his people. Um, you know, you get a good connection with Sam. So gotcha. Sam Sam's a nice guy and he's a good trainer and you know, good bodybuilder and he's got a great physique. Yeah. You know, he's just, a, he's a good asset to have at the gym and um, entrepreneur in his own right. He's just starting out really with uh, full-time personal training, but already he's done a very good job and his clients are very loyal to him. They love him. You know, they say nothing but good things good about, things him. about so him. He's, he's doing extremely well. Shout out to him. Shout out to Sammy P. Uh, Paulo is our GM. Uh, he's also a personal trainer. Paulo's competed a few times. Oh, and, really? Yeah. And, um, Paulo knows his shit. Let me tell you, Paulo's a no bullshit type of guy. He's building himself up. He's creating a career for himself. Yeah. He is our GM, but he's yeah. also a personal trainer. So he does have his own personal training business at Ultraflex as well. I'm trying to think. Paulo, tall, not too tall. Paul, he sits at the front desk. He sits right? at the front desk. Yeah, Paul's, yeah. Paul's, yeah, Paul's about, I think I think Paul's about 5'10 or 6 yeah, feet tall. I have no idea, but... Yeah. He's, you know, he has a, a nice back. Kid. Great back. Great back. Great. He walks Paul, around. You can tell like that. Yeah, he has a great he's back. He's strong as fuck. Right, he's strong right. strong as fuck, dude. <laughs> Paulo is so strong. And uh, Paulo right now is in Aruba getting ass. Just kidding. <laughs> Paul, shout out, dude. Have fun. Shut your phone off. Don't answer anybody right, until anybody you come home. Um, <clears throat> we have... Uh, So Clayton, I already went over him. Yeah. Clayton, Clayton's the best dude. Clayton's a good friend of mine. I, I feel you. Clayton, if I was gonna probably have anybody train me Clayton. at the gym, it'd probably be Clayton Clay. or Toby. Gotcha. Um, okay, so we got we got through Clayton, and then we okay, Josh, Josh Gucci Bunker. Yeah. Gucci Bunker face. That's the. <laughs> yeah. So like I I was wearing a black panther hat right, and yeah. then I went missing, and then like two he's, days later he's, he's got a black panther. I don't know. All the stuff that goes missing in the gym ends up in the lost and found. Although, except for that hat. Yeah. So I just find it a little bit. But uh, no, I'm just, Josh can take whatever he wants. He does such a good job, and his clients love him so much. That's beautiful. Josh is a. He came from. I think he came from. He came from Equinox, I believe. Oh. But he's a very knowledgeable trainer, and yeah. he's a coach. So yeah. he coaches people on bodybuilding and diet and uh, gets. Amazing results. Yeah. Amazing results. He's yeah. incredibly knowledgeable and totally dedicated to the sport of sport bodybuilding. Of body He's going to yeah. compete soon, I think. He's gotcha. absolutely massive right now. Um, when I first met Josh, I didn't like him um, because... <laughs> Because he stole my hat. I like the honesty. But, yeah, he, st he stole my hat, and he always wears two or three t-shirts. Yeah, that's he's a the, long t-shirt. You, know you know two chains? Yeah. He's two shirts. Two shirts. Right? But, uh, But it's cool. it looks cool, though. I no, like... he, he, I'm just... He, he, his, his, well. he his, rocks it well. He, he, he's a stylish guy. Yeah. You know, I, I want to have people looking good and dressing good. good. Dressing he's a handsome good. guy. Yeah, he's stylish. Yeah, he's yeah. jacked. And the best part about Josh, though, is... He outworks people. He works his balls off. Josh mm. works really hard. I give mm. him a lot of credit. That's dope, I'm incredibly impressed by what he's done at Ultraflex. That's he's dope. got a full full gambit of clients. He's got, um, you know, he's got diet clients. He's got personal training clients. You know, him and his girlfriend Laura Goldstein. Laura's going to start in May. Shout out to Laura Goldstein. Shout out to She's Laura. another. 
incredible asset to have at the gym. Yeah. And then the like the last two people I didn't touch on were uh, our new client Jorge. I'm sorry, our new, new trainer trainers. Jorge. Yeah. Uh, he's a Colombian dude. Very very knowledgeable. In, incredible physique. Super sweet guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know too too much about his personal training. I've seen a little bit of it, but it looks very good. We wouldn't let him work there if it wasn't good. Good. Yeah. And. Um, you know, I've been helping him out, getting him up and running, paying it forward. That's what I think you should do is pay it forward when you can. When, you can. when it's not going to kill you, what the fuck's the harm in paying it forward? Pay it forward, right? Yeah. And then, uh, so you got Jorge. And then the last person is Jorge's girlfriend, Alexandra. Uh, Alex, It's like Alexandra V. Fit, I think, on Instagram. And uh, <clears throat> she's coming over from a different gym. And I'm excited about her. Because um, she is... She is great. Something else. She is a good trainer. Gotcha. We have all good trainers. You, you have a great team. We you have, have a great team. team. I've I, seen them work. I, I've seen them. I can't think of a place that is, at least as far as it goes for physique enhancement, because yeah. there's, there's all different kinds of personal trainers. Right? Yes. There's sports trainers. Sports there's trainers, yeah. Functional training and all that stuff. As far as bodybuilding goes and physique enhancement, um, I've never seen a gym like Ultraflex with people People, like yeah. Equipment-wise... Trainer-wise, you get right. Price-wise, environment-wise, <laughs> environment-wise, music-wise. Music name another gym that has so many wise. fucking f words on the fucking <laughs> radio. We're bumping, we're we're we bumping, uh, you know, um, like uh, nothing but rap usually. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes put on some house music. I like that. Once in a while, I've heard it. There was once I heard gospel music in there. Yeah, I put that on. That was me. That was me. Yeah, uh, that was. Uh, Maverick City, um, yeah. Maverick. It was uh, uh, Refiner. It's one of my favorite Christian, <laughs> Christian songs, songs ever. That's that's new, boy. Yeah, Hey, that's a different type of power. <laughs> putting some God power. In that's the a gym. different kind of power. Yeah. yeah. So you spoke about mentorship. You know, yeah. like how you kind of like help mentor these people. Yep. Let's talk a little about it. Like, what's the important of what's importance importance of having the mentor in your life, and and how it's, that helped you. In my life? Yeah, like in general, you know. Oh, in one's right. life. what's the point? Of, okay. In one's yeah, and life. then how it has helped you. Okay, so you, you have a mentor. First and foremost, they've done it already. Facts. Okay. Yeah. So if 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 you had to go, if I brought you all the pieces to a Black Hawk helicopter and I put it outside, probably be a, pretty helpful. Other than the instruction manual, if you had a Black Hawk helicopter mechanic, right? Mm. Okay. So um, the, it's it's as simple as this. Um, successful people know how to be successful because they've done it already. already yeah. So what should you look for in a mentor? Personally, I would look for somebody who is going to give me the straight, the straight deal. Yeah. No matter what. Okay. I want somebody who is going to tell me something, even if it's hard yeah. to sharpen me as a weapon. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, what do you look for in a mentorship? What, so what's the importance of, of having a mentor? Um, the importance of having a mentor is it's, it's, it's like having, it's like going in for a test, right? Yeah. And having a listening device in your ear and saying, oh, <laughs> what's 47 what's times 47? three? Oh, it's 50. <laughs> That's about as much math as I can do. It's, 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 it's almost like cheating. It's yeah. like an open book test, open right? Book test, yeah. So uh, mentors can come in all shapes and sizes, of course. I'm referring to, like, let's say you're in the construction field. Yeah. You would want a construction mentor. mentor but there's yeah. other ways to have mentors. You know, the, a mentor can be a spiritual mentor. Yeah. You know, I've, I, one of my mentors was uh, this guy, Igor, a friend of mine. Um, and he, he helped me uh, 
sort of get involved with Impact Church yeah. when I was involved with, more, more so involved with Impact Church. You know, mm-hmm. there's no excuse. I just haven't been in a while. But, yeah. um, and, you know, you, when you're looking for a mentor, you got to find somebody who has more, has some sort of achievement, right? You want somebody who is going to be straight with you, yeah. right? And you want somebody who is, wants to help you. Ooh. You're never going to find a mentor who is doesn't want to help, help you or you. <laughs> yeah. has ma- marginal interest yeah, in helping you. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I really do try to mentor the people that need it at the gym. I try to take people under my wing. Yes. It doesn't always work all the time. Yes, yes. But, um, you know, it. oh, I did forget one trainer. Gotcha. Sorry. Can I tell you? Yes. We got little Jill. Um and Jill is somebody that I mentored for a little while. And, uh, you know, I put her in my nutritional program and taught her a few things. And uh, now she's at the gym and we're getting her clients and um, teaching her some. Th- or I, I taught her a few things about what I know about the personal training business and yeah. how to get. For instance, you want to get in shape to the point that people look at you and they say, that person's that a gym person yeah. right there. And so she did that. Um, so. That is, that is essentially the, the people at Ultraflex. Uh, back to mentor. Um, yeah, you, you want somebody who is not afraid to tell you what you don't want to hear because yeah. some, some information is painful. Painful, yeah. You want uh, a person who has some sort of achievement under their belt. You don't want to talk to Joe Shit the Ragman outside of uh, you know Home Depot <laughs> who's just standing there picking his ass with a fucking toothpick, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you want to find somebody who has time and is willing to listen to you Facts. okay you're never going to find a mentor if you're annoying them every time you're asking questions Question. but there are some people who are comfortable enough in their life and in their life situation to chip you off five ten minutes yes, here and there yes my my greatest mentor without a doubt of all time is my father, father. my father yeah. taught me everything i know about how to be a man yeah everything i know about how to work hard try yeah. hard yeah yeah um and he is still currently my mentor. When I have a problem, yeah. the first person I call is him. This is a funny story. I still do stupid shit because no matter what I have and what I have going on, I'm still me, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> I was in Florida a couple months ago, and I ran into somebody that I didn't like. <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, this, uh, this guy had lied to me, and I, you know, I told him, I said, you know, sometimes I get gangster. I got that that I got to cut out, right? Yeah. I told him, I said, "Dude, uh, I appreciate you talking to me." I said, "If I find out you're lying, we're gonna have a problem." Right? So, you know, I saw him in Florida at this party, and I immediately scared the shit out of him, right? And I hope you put this on the podcast because I want him to see it. It's it's it's, <laughs> a, it's a... so. Uh, I scared the shit out of him at a party. It was, you know, it, it wasn't the right thing to do. It felt good though. Uh, felt felt good. Um, and, um, so like, I mean, it was, it was explosive. Like I, I I took his, I took his man card, you know? And, and so, um, I was a little worried about, you know, there's police involvement or something. So, uh, the first person I called was my dad. (laughs) And what did my dad tell me? My dad said that he was in a similar situation. Uh, he was, uh, out of state, um, he had to give he had to give somebody a knuckle sandwich, and the, what you know it it wasn't it was like an immune it was not like uh, he 
he basically what he did was leave the state immediately. They Great were looking story. for him. Yeah. But it was it wasn't a federal thing. It was a state, state thing, thing. So he yeah, left, and then it was dropped. Yeah. So when I when I had that going on, I I was a little bit worried. You know, that I was going to see some blue lights behind my car or whatever, and um, and uh, yeah, I called my dad, and my father said, "Get the fuck out of the state. Yeah. Get out immediately. Just get out." Don't always listen to my mentors. I stayed. I stayed, and I was fine. I was you fine. Stayed? Yeah, but I, I should have gone because Florida sucks. Yeah. Honestly, uh, you meant to say you should leave. Yeah, my mentor said I should leave. I, I, I didn't leave. I don't always. That's the other thing too. When you're mentoring somebody, yeah, they'll disappoint they'll you a disappoint lot. Disappoint you a lot. You'll say, "What the fuck? I, I give you, you all do, this yeah, energy, yeah. and you didn't." It was so did. simple, and you did the exact oh, opposite of what I said. Oh. That happens all the time at Ultraflex. You mm. know, I try not to take it personally. Yeah, or know something. As a mentor to others, when that happens, it hurts. I feel you. It makes me sad. Mm. Um, how do I handle sadness? It's usually I just. How do I handle that sort of sadness? It's usually I just. Uh, I just. Uh, Pretend I'm not their mentor anymore. <laughs> just, you're For just that. my friend. Now. You're just my yeah, friend. You're now. just somebody I know. I'm my mentor. Um, you know, or I'll, or I'll stick it out. It really depends. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think a mentor is an important thing. And it's an important thing for any entrepreneur to have, for sure. Especially entrepreneur. I feel you. So, like, real quick, you know, tell me how you guys founded Ultraflex. Like, what's the story behind Ultraflex? Okay. <clears throat> so I was busting my balls working 16, 16 hours, hours straight every day. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, working so much and I'd have my earbuds in when I would go into the supplement store, Flex Appeal, and I'd be talking up clients while I was buying, well, stuff. buying stuff. Hi, Mark. Yeah. How are you? One day I went in there with all my earbuds in and I said that I wanted to maybe open a gym. I just sort of threw it out there. And he said, really, Shio? You want to? I said, yeah. Uh, that was the start. What year was that? That was last year. That was um, that was twenty twenty one. Oh wow, that was twenty twenty one. So <clears throat> we said, all right, we got to you know we got we got we got some money together. We got to find a place. Yeah. Um, and so I had tried. There was a there was a um, so we're, we're looking around for places. We have realtors on the place. I went down to. Um, I said, hey, maybe we can just partner up with this girl. So the, there was a girl that's in our current space. Um, before us gotcha. and she had a, a gym and it was sort of a rinky dink operation with sort of mm. it was sort of um, not a terrible training set yeah. not a, not a terrible uh, business she had not a, not a uh, not a bad uh, teacher yeah. right? uh, not a bad person yeah even though she, I don't think she likes me um, still you don't have to like me to me for me to consider you to be a, a good person or, or an okay person right and so um, I went down there with no intention of taking that space at all, with the intention of offering her a deal. Like, yeah, look, let's go this place is totally underutilized. Uh, you don't have any real equipment in here. You get green paint sprayed all over the place. The place looks about as Mickey Mouse as possible. Are you serious? Yeah, there was a fabric sign outside and... You know, I don't think there was a ton of members, although I don't know. I think there might have been 30 to 60 members at the gym. Wow. And she had a really low rate in rent. So we said, look, let us come in here. We'll turn this place into a real big gym, like a real serious gym. And we'll make you a 10% partner. And um, so I said that to her and she's, she said, well, first I went down. I said, do you want any help? Because I understood like she couldn't even pay the utility bills. Like the place was hot and cold and 
leaks and flies. And, um, so she, she basically said, you know, no, I don't. I'll let you know. So I, I told my business partner about the space, and I said, dude, this space is, like, insane. insane. Like, he's like, I'm going to go down there and talk to my wife. She went down there, talked to her with his wife, and she basically told him to go fuck himself. Uh, he was like, look, we'll make you a 10% partner. You yeah. won't even have to work. You don't even have to work. You won't even have to do anything. You don't even put money uh, in you it. You don't even have to put, your investment <laughs> is what you've already what done you've here. Already That's done it. Here. That's you it. got the machines here. We'll put them upstairs. And Okay. These were like really rinky-dink machines and stuff. Um, you know, heavily used and old and yeah. sort of flimsy. <laughs> and uh, she basically, you know, nicely said go fuck yourself yeah. you know and so my business partner went and talked to a broker and the broker went and spoke to the mall and the mall said well we don't want it. we've been trying to get rid of this tenant anyways <laughs> we just needed the, someone to- <laughs> yeah we, we, we yeah, said you know she's a tenant at will so if you guys sign that the lease you could take it whenever oh, you want oh my god yeah she said and they're like listen so we, we 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 offered them a deal like for for rent and and uh, <coughs> we said, look, if, if, if they said to us, if you don't take it, somebody's going to take this like Regardless. very soon. Yeah, very it's, soon. Because we we're not, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna keep her in there. Um, she's not, you know, keeping her under the deal or whatever. I, I don't really know specifically what. Well, basically, we said. they weren't enjoying from it. <laughs> well, they had a they had a big gym space with with no heat. No AC. Yeah. You know, I think she was heating the, sp- the place with space heaters, which jacked her electrical bill up. So that was the other thing we said. If we took her on as a partner, we said we would pay all of her utilities. Uh, we'll pay off our electric stuff. Yeah. And so after we decided we were going to take the space, I tried to talk to her again. Yeah. And I said, look, here's, here's what we'll offer you at this point. The deal's getting worse and worse. Yeah, so take the deal. Take the deal. I said, we will give you uh, a free year. First, I said six months, and then she didn't like that, so I said a year. We'll give you a whole year to operate your business for free in the new gym so you can recover your money yeah. that you invested. Yeah. Um, it, does that sound reasonable? And she basically, at that point, you know, she was she was not happy, and she, she realized that she was you know, going to have to leave. Leave, yeah. Um, and she didn't want the deal. So she handled it in a sort of a strange way. She just sort of like hated me and stuff and like focused all of her anger on me and mm. turned to, turned a couple people against me and so forth. Um, and uh, I just want to say to her, I'm not going to use her name, but I just want to say I never wanted you to have any problems and I hope you're doing well. Yeah. Um, truly. Um, I think you're a talented person and the reason that I reached out to you in the first place was because I wanted to work with you, not against you. Not against you. Yeah. Um, and um, I, I'm sure she's doing all right because she's she's a powerhouse in her own way. She's, gotcha. She's a, she's a strong, tough, mentally strong girl. Yeah. And uh, I have a lot of respect for her actually. That's Despite dope. what she says about me, thinks about me. Yeah. I respect her because I know she's a tough, tough, tough motherfucker. Gotcha. And I like that. Yeah. Um. So then we um, signed the lease, started the build out. I was working the whole time with. Crazy other stressful shit going on, which I want to tell you in one second about compartmentalization. Remind me. Um, and uh, so working so much, it was sick. It was making me sick. Are you serious? Yeah. So I, I was still, I was do, doing some stuff for the gym, but 
my business partner, Mike, Mark, and Vinny, they did most of the build-out. There yeah. wasn't a crazy amount of build-out to be done. A lot of shit had to be cleaned up. Yeah. Uh, the girl who was in there before us, you know, she flooded the place with sewage, and she Ooh, fucked up a bunch of shit just to cost us yeah, more money. Yeah, to cost she, you guys more money. Yeah, she was mad. And um, I couldn't believe the sewage thing. That was just nasty. Yeah. Like the, it was shit and stuff. But um, so... Uh, you know, rip, ripping of the electrical box out of the wall, cutting all the wires and stuff. Like, oh, I never did anything to deserve that. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy stuff. Like, nobody nobody could nobody believe it. Everybody yeah. who heard that was just like, wow, that's sick. Extra. Yeah. That's a little bit over that's the top. That's a little bit over the top, yeah. Right over. Um, so, you know, during the summer, I had a few tremendously stressful things going on. I did a little bit of the build-out, uh, but, you know, Mark did most of the painting. Vinny did a lot of it, too, but Mark did most of it. Mike did a lot of the construction. Vinny did a lot of the... Vinny's uh, one of my business partners, and he does HVAC for a living. Gotcha. So that came so, in clutch. We're yeah. fucking so lucky to have him, dude. He did so much, Ooh. so much for the build-out. I did a little bit, but not not a ton, um, because I was I needed to make sure that my business was strong going yeah, into Ultraflex. Yeah. I couldn't just get rid of all my clients and mm, start mm. from scratch. I wanted to bring these people over as members so that yeah. we had income, right? So we had a deal worked out, right? And uh, so we got through that stuff, got to the end of the summer, and got to September, and uh, then I found out that I'm. That I'm having twins. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Twins. Congratulations. Is it? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I wanted. So, um, so that was stressful. <laughs> Pretty stressful. Still <laughs> stressful. They're coming in May. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, so then we 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 opened the gym, and you know we had a grand opening party, which was fucking still one of the best days of my life. It I saw it on the a, best days. Of I my saw it life. on a friend's. If anybody story. wants to know what I looked like on the best day of my life, look at the look. Ultraflex, and even the best day of my life wasn't perfect. How about that? I got all <laughs> fucked up, started throwing up everywhere. Really? I, yeah. I went out to the club. It's not for me anymore, dude. Yeah. I'm yo, old. Yo, yo, yo yeah. you're out of that. I'm scene. done. <laughs> no more. Yeah. Ah. Uh, so, um, so yeah, we, we opened it, and, and ever since then, Carol, Mimi, and I, Carol's my right-hand girl, dude. Yeah. That's my homegirl right yeah. there, dude. She's fucking had my back through so much shit. Carol, I'll always be grateful to you forever. Thank you. All, all right? No matter what shit you're talking lately, I heard you. But uh, <laughs> Carol, 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 Carol and me are so close that we're like brother and sister now. Oh, that's you know, dope. Like I run in the gym and I like pick her up sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, anyways, she calls me names in Portuguese. But, um, you know, Carol, Mimi, and I were, were there from the start. Who, what, who else was there for personal trainers from the start? I remember too. Those, yep, they were the, uh, the guy too. What's the guy's name? Not Clayton. The Brazilian guy. He wasn't there. No, he oh. wasn't there. Um, I think that I'm pretty sure... Oh, I, I'm, Debbie. Debbie came too right in the beginning. I don't know if she was there for the beginning, but yeah. towards towards the beginning, Paulo. Paulo okay. was there. Paulo was GM Paulo, Paulo, Aruba. So, um, yeah, it, it, we just grinded, grinded, grinded. As soon as other personal trainers saw that this place was, was actually, actually the real the deal real and deal. not Fugazi, you know, we had we had we had Gucci come over, Josh. The hat thief, and um, and 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 then we had Clayton come over, and yeah, the rest is history. We've just been getting accumulating personal trainers, and 
hey guys, we're about to stop. No more personal trainers for a little while. Really? We got yeah. we got one more coming in, and that's and then it. that's, that's a it. Break. I'm, I'm gonna I'm not even gonna entertain the possibility Facts. of any new ones Facts. for about a year or so. Gotcha. Um, <coughs> Quick question. Sure. What was you guys' vision for Ultraflex when you guys were trying to? What were you guys trying to build? Like, yeah. what was going through your mind when you tried to build it? Vision for Ultraflex. We want a gym that every aspect of the gym makes you want to work out. So, so every aspect of the gym makes you want to enhance your physique. Everything from the lighting to the mirrors to the wall art to the color scheme. You know, mm. red is the color of power. Yeah, and it's the color of fire. And it's a color of rage. Rage. Once you get energy. in there, you get that rage. Exactly. And then the walls, the painting on the walls putting that rage. Yeah. The equipment. Yep. Rage. Black and red. The music baby. rage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. You listen to some, uh, get some, um, what's his name there? Uh, who's the guy with the beard, the rapper? Rick Ross. We get some Rick you, Ross you in there. You that. You guys been, uh, like, yeah. I love how you guys I love Rick Ross. Ross. You guys been a lot, of, a lot of Lil Wayne, too. Yeah, we play Lil yeah, Wayne. Yeah. Paulo loves Drake. Gotcha. I think Paulo puts on his... Uh, at night, he puts on his bedroom mix at night. He puts on his, his bad boy mix with the, all the Drake. Um, tired of Drake, Paulo. <laughs> Shut it off. So, um, yeah. I will pull, um, so we wanted a a gym that was welcoming to everybody, mm -hmm. a a community, not a toxic place. Yeah. There are some gyms around. Uh, that think they compete with us, but they just don't because it's a toxic environment and it's a bad environment. Yeah, uh, I said that it's never going to happen at my gym. Right. I'll never let people feel uncomfortable. I mean, poor Debbie. Um, you know, when she worked at Golds in uh, Medford, you know, there was some there was some clickiness over there. Um, there was there was two people, mm. uh, a husband and a wife. I won't say their name; yeah. they don't deserve it on the podcast. But um, you know, they treated her like absolute shit. They were uh, personal trainers and coaches over there. And then they were just bullying her. They would tr treat her like she wasn't even a person. She Are told me serious? She told me that's the worst she's ever been bullied in her life, the way they treated her oh over there. Oh, my God. Now she's an IFBB pro. She turned that one right what around, shoved it right up their <laughs> fucking ass, didn't she? Yeah. You know? Darkest moment. Yeah. 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 Hey, be careful who you treat like shit, because For if real? you want to be the monster in someone's story, For they might turn real. around they and do better than you. Be better than you don't you. want to be the villain in For someone's real. story. For okay? real. Everybody's For a hero in somebody's story, a villain in somebody's story. Yeah. Tell you something. You see people are up and coming, support them. Support because them. At, at, at worst, they don't support you back when they make it. Then, at best, they do. Yep. Um, but, but, you know... You don't want somebody to turn around and be like, ha ha, told you, you so. Told you so. Yeah. You, yeah, you want to support people because it's the right thing to do and everybody's trying to eat. Yeah. Everybody's trying to survive. Yeah. And that's it. That is true. Um, you don't want to put people down. Mm. Every single person I know who puts people down generally as a rule yeah. comes right back comes around right back and their, yeah. lives yeah, their lives that suck. Their lives suck. That is true. You know? I agree with so, um, you know, we wanted a non-toxic, welcoming environment that would cater to both regular people, but also bodybuilders, strength athletes, and athletes. Mm. We wanted the best personal training in the state. Yeah. I believe we've achieved yeah. that. We wanted um, the best equipment around, the most diverse selection of equipment around. We wanted to make a bodybuilding mecca for the Northeast, the Northeast of America. Yeah. No, okay? it is. It is. And... Um, and I think after we get this new leg room done, we got you told me about it. Thirteen new getting... pieces coming. In. What else? What else? What else is coming? In we got there? a power squat. We got a, a, a standing chest press. We've got um, a uh, assisted uh, 
hyperextension machine. Are you serious? It was so many different exotic things. We, all, we got it from Watson. It's a company out in the UK. I know Watson. Yeah. They make the best shit. I mean, it's like they, our... They use like... They're, just, they're so bougie. Like, they use leather yeah. and all this stuff. Like Embroidered. embroidered. And, yeah. Yep, I know Watson. It's insane. You feel like you're sitting in a Jaguar <laughs> when you sit on the bench. <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Honestly. So, so, so we got all that new stuff coming in. So basically, what we decided was we wanted to create a, a bodybuilding mecca, but mm. some of these bodybuilding gyms get a little bit seedy and sketchy. Yeah. So we wanted to make sure that it remained the type of place that anybody could go. Welcome into everyone. Of, 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 of any of any you know workout yeah. level, any any fitness level. Yeah. Um, and we wanted a place where people would go, like Planet Fitness people go just to tread water, tread they do, just to say they have <laughs> Can, a gym membership, yeah, they right? Gym membership, they got yeah. pizzas or whatever. Pizza, yeah. We wanted to be, this is the place you go if you want to have a good physique. Fact. You want to go to a gym where people are serious about changing your body? Yep. I see so many before and after pictures from coaches that look like shit. Yeah. Which is the before which picture, is the before, which is, is the after picture. You can't even tell. We, we wanted to make a place where people were coming to change their entire life, yeah. their entire their entire routine, their entire yeah. Uh, trajectory. Yes. You know? Um, so we made the place red and black. We put some cool art on the wall. We put some TV. Some, some big screen TVs up. We we um, we tried to we we're we're trying to create and we've we've successfully I think created a a an environment that's conducive with hardcore training and also beginners. beginners but but, yeah. but but hardcore. But the place you go if you don't you feel are, intimidated in your gym. No, no, I would never let that happen. Yeah, no. I ever heard of any intimidation, no intimidation like that? Then I'd be intimidating people. I would never <laughs> ever ever let. They would have a problem with me because I, I, that the, the, I, there's too many gyms that are just like clicky and catty yeah, and talking shit. Yeah. Like that's not what this is about. Yeah, it doesn't matter what level you're at. Everybody's here to improve. Oof. How do you? It's, you don't shit on a, a kindergartner because they're going into kindergarten and say, yeah. "Oh, you're not as good as a fourth grader." I yep, mean, yep. everybody starts at a different level. No, I feel you. So we we wanted a place where the average Joe could look around and say, "All these people started at my level." I can, I can do it. I can do it too. And I can do it with the help of Debbie yeah, or Clayton yeah, or Morka yeah, or Chris yeah. or Sam or Jill or Paula, whatever. Mm. And and that's basically that's basically was our vision. Create a you. create a an aesthetics based gym, a gym focused on improving your body. Yeah. Okay, proving the way you look, the way you perform, the way you feel, and a, a mecca for everyone in the area, a mm. place. Where everyone goes, you know, we got people on the weekend drive up from Connecticut to my gym. Right. Yeah. We got people coming, visiting from New York, all all over, all, the, all over, over the, That's the map. That's the goal, man. That's the goal. And, no and now Ultraflex has become sort of a status symbol. If you go to Ultraflex and you're posting pictures yeah. at Ultraflex, that's a cool thing. That's a cool okay? thing. Yeah. All right. Well, Ultraflex gives me that LA gym standard vibe. Yes. You understand me, right? Yes. Like the West Coast culture. Has got the, some the, like. The setup. I'm so glad you guys made that happen because it's, it's it's been due for a long time. We needed the space. You yeah. understand, right? Like so, we can also equipment wise, gyms before sucked. Yeah. They just had the basic stuff. Yeah. You know, basic chest press, basic leg press, leg extension. They don't. They didn't even care about the mechanics of the equipment. No. But I love the fact that you guys use Keep. Arsenal, yeah. Legion Fitness, like the equipment you guys have there. We want to, like, I love posting on Instagram. And sometimes I want to use a cool equipment and post it. You understand, right? And your, give, and your gym has given us that privilege to use some of this fly 
equipments you know the like for example that chest fly you guys are from arsenal that, that's a sick piece of equipment isn't it that it's amazing yeah nothing the hits your back like that nothing hits your back like that totally science Dude. it's they, they they used a lot of for science real, for, that, for right? real the the row the the arsenal row the the incline the chest supported rope sick piece of equipment yeah, it is the that's, squats, that's my favorite back Oh, a piece of back equipment ever. I've Ooh. never felt anything like that. And you guys have old school stuff too. Yep. That's why I like it. Yeah, so we got all the, the GBFs. You go upstairs. Yeah. You go upstairs. Oh, oh man. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll, you guys give yeah. me a old school and the new school. Some of that vibe. old school stuff's the best stuff. Best stuff. I mean, yeah. some of that hammer strength stuff. I'll tell you what. Hammer strength's the best. Hammer strength's the best. It's no, so, I, you can't accept no substitutes. But Arsenal also makes good plate loaded yeah. stuff. Yeah. Depends on what your preference is. I'll tell you what, though. Yeah. I can load the hammer strength up a lot heavier than I can the Arsenal stuff, dude. Arsenal really makes Arsenal you pay really for heavy. it. Yeah. The, they make you pay for each <laughs> pound there. If you throw a five on there, you're going to feel it. Yep. It's, it's nuts. The equipment's naturally come heavy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And gigantic. Yeah. It's huge. Like, yeah, so they, durable. No, so durable. I, yeah. No, I respect. That's one of the things that, like, I, I've always dreamt of being in a gym that had equipments from Arsenal. And when I saw you guys... Like no brain, I had to cancel my gym membership. You understand, yeah. right? Because I was already paying like seventy something dollars for a gym that had barely anything. Which gym was it? It was something. So one of the gyms in Boston. Oh, okay. yeah. Because gotcha. like that's where I work, so it's like I just have to stick with you guys. Yeah. And no, honestly, it's been a beautiful ride. Really appreciate. I you also guys. want to tell you that when we created the concept for Ultraflex, we looked at all the other gyms in the area and we looked at the mistakes they're making mm -hmm. and we just decided, tried our best to not do that. Do that like, yeah. There's, there's a, you know, there's a gym. I'm not going to say which gym it is, but, uh, you know, it's calls itself a, a gym, a, a big gym. And it's, they have one little bathroom, you know, they don't have any temperature control. That doesn't um, make sense. Yeah. You know, it's, it's parking's hard. You know, who wants to take the fucking bus to go to the gym, right? And then the bathroom, too. The bathroom, on, yeah, man. yeah. The, the bathroom situation. So we knew we needed fully equipped locker rooms. Yes. We knew we needed temperature control. We knew we needed unlimited parking. So we, we, we executed all those things. Uh, we knew we needed an environment that wasn't toxic, mm -hmm. uh, an environment where people were friendly and treating each other with respect. Yeah. Um, and, and we knew we needed a gym that was clean. So GBF was a great gym. Yeah. Wasn't that clean. Um, and people, you know, a lot of the time you'd be in there and there'd be 10 people in there that working out without even having a membership. Yeah. Um, you know, we knew we needed to be careful about people stealing and mm. people coming in for free. And, you know, that gym also had some cleanliness issues. So we knew we, we needed to keep the bathrooms clean. clean yeah. we, knew, we knew we needed to keep the, the, the gym, you know, clean. clean. Cleaner than Gold's, right? I gotcha. And um, what else? Uh, concept. Yeah, that's 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 pretty much it. That's and I like the much fact it. that it's not just a bodybuilding gym. Yeah. So people don't feel intimidated by bodybuilding, yeah. you understand, right? Yeah. It's balanced. Everybody wants a good physique, even if they're not a bodybuilder, right? Bodybuilder, yeah. The thing about Ultraflex is you can come and work out with Mimi for six months, and yeah. you're going to look good. You're going to look different. You're going to look different, right? yeah. There's a lot of personal trainers that go through the motions. The other thing I, I said was I, I'm choosing all the personal trainers. I don't want any uh, Fugazi people there, any, any, any uh, weekend warrior personal trainers. Yeah. And uh, so far, so good. We have, you know, we have a really good team. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. We, I wanted my personal trainers to change people. Mm. And that's what they do. So the, so uh, making sure that our 
people are providing good uh, care and good service yeah. to everybody. Yeah. That was one of the things that, you know, that's one of my jobs is to keep tabs on that and make gotcha. sure that people uh, are happy. Yeah. And um, so that was one of our things. When we were developing the gym, we said, we're, we're going to have a whole new personal training style here. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get people who are superstars, people who are amazing at what they do. Not, yeah. just, good. Not just good. We don't want to be crunch. Yeah. We don't want to be, we don't even want to be lifetime. We want to be ultra flex. ultra flex. Totally new thing. Yeah. So. I respect that. Thanks. So as a gym, how do you guys get new clients, like marketing-wise? What, what do you guys do? Oh, a lot of social media. Social, social media. media has been pretty explosive for us. You know, we have Legrand. Um, he's our in-house videographer. He's incredible. Such a good kid. Uh, he's there too. He has dread, right? He's got dreads. I, I think I've seen Such him a good once. dude. Yeah. You got to talk to him. Yeah. He's awesome. He might be a good person. Person to bring to show. Yeah, yeah. I, I would love that. Yeah, and he he works his ass off. You know, he's at the nightclubs every single night filming. And oh then he comes man, into the and gym. then he comes to the yep. gym. But Grand is a guy, so he's our in-house videographer. So people who want to have their own videos and content created, they just go knock on his Look office his door, door, and he does. And Legrand will make insane content. The stuff goes viral all the time. Insane content. He's really really talented. Yeah. Um, I'm, we're, we're lucky. We're, we're lucky to have him, honestly. I mean, he could, he could be doing a lot of, of other things and he chooses to spend some of his time with us. We're grateful. Um, so social media, um, and then we, we, you know, we bought some sort of, um, we, we, we got some, some sort of thing that kicks that sort of puts us up at the top of the Google search, uh, when you're looking at gyms in the area and stuff and. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, we get we got a TikTok, we got an Instagram, we got a Facebook, we got a um, we got a. Uh, I think we're, we're starting a YouTube channel. I think we're starting a podcast. Oh, which shoot, I hope you come shoot. on. You, but I would love I that. I, I would love, love that. that. No, I want to talk about Nigeria. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not going to talk about we're not going to talk about gym stuff, dude. We're going to talk about like all the stuff. All I want to hear about the, how you grew up. Yeah, okay. Sure, it's okay. an insane yeah, story. It's an insane story. Yeah, insane story. Um, but uh, are there lions near where you grew up? Nah, not anymore. No? Nah. If nah. a lion got in your neighborhood, would they shoot it? Yeah. Yeah, they, would, they wouldn't just try to bring it back? No. <laughs> they would, uh, let's see, because uh, it's been, a, like, those were, like, ages, you know, long time ago, mm. but now things have changed now, then I hardly see any lions now. Do you think lions are smart enough to know not to go where humans are? Do you think they understand this is not my territory? Or, or? I don't think they give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> They just they, want food, you know? Just not scared. They, they're just not scared. It's the king of the jungle, they, they right? The king of the jungle. Yeah. He feels like he's the king of anywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, so I would love to have you on the podcast uh, glad, when we started. Glad, 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 glad. So we're almost coming to the end. Sure. What's the goal for Ultraflex five years from now? You know. Okay, so we're looking do? at other locations. So we're looking at... Um, we're looking at New Hampshire, mm -hmm. Manchester. Mm -hmm. We're looking at the South Shore, possibly Quincy. That's it. And we're also looking at Fort Lauderdale. Mm. The goal within the next decade is yeah. to have at least five Ultraflexes right. open. We want to open one every two years or so. That would be beautiful, man. Yeah. We want to make Ultraflex a nationwide brand. We want to put it across the country. Yeah. Uh, leave a legacy mm. so that, you know, no. so that. Not just in, not just here, but oh, put it all. I think if you threw an Ultraflex in, um, you know, San Antonio, Texas, yeah. it would be even more successful than it is here. Right. Yeah. Why Everything's bigger in Texas. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of big boys <laughs> lot of over big in boys Texas, over yeah. Oh, a lot man. of weightlifters. Oh, man. Like, what's the name of that place? Alpha Land or something like that. I've never heard of it. Alpha Lead or something. This is like one of the biggest gyms that everyone makes their contents from. 
Like almost everyone you see on Instagram walks out there. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Is it's it in Texas? All, yeah, it's an all white gym. So okay. so sick. Okay. So so, sick. so uh so Texas does have a need though. There are some areas in Texas that have a a need for a gym like Ultraflex. Yeah. Um there's not a lot of those gyms that you just described right yeah. there and over there. So just one. Yeah. There's yeah. The, you know, I pre- every state's going to have something, something right? Yeah, yeah. Um I think if we threw one of these in Providence, Rhode Island, we would have success, success tremendous success. success New York, yeah. I think we would have success. Yeah. Um, we might have a little problem in Bismarck, North Dakota, because I don't even know if there's people there. <laughs> but um, you know, other than that, like you know, if you put this gym around people, as long as the population isn't old, old, a lot of old, old people, yeah, a lot of old people, you know, like um, the gym would probably do well in Boca Raton, Florida, yeah. but it would probably do better in Fort Lauderdale. You yeah. know, there's a lot of old people in Boca. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I think this gym is, 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 it's something that people have been wanting and all coming up. I always heard how these types of gyms were dying out and there was only going to be two types of gyms, mm. high end, like lifetime. So yep. it's like a health facility, health club, yeah. like uh, a whole experience or low end gyms like planet fitness, planet fitness where people go to pretend to work out, yeah. um, you know, middle of the road gyms, I guess you could call it, um, I wouldn't necessarily call it middle of the road, though. I would call it a whole different category, a whole different high end and low end. I wouldn't. I would put Ultraflex towards the high end with a low end price. Yeah. Um, Ultra. But, but but gyms like Gold's Gym, okay? Which you know we I grew up in Gold's. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of Ultraflex is influenced by Gold's. Yeah. The, the whole the whole uh, thought process the last 10 years from what I've heard everywhere is that gyms like that are dying. They're going to be totally gone. It's either $10 a month or 175 a month. No, 200 a month. Yeah, 200 a month, right? And then you get a pool party. You go do your curls. Network. You go out. You have a couple shots of tequila. (laughs) You you meet some girl. You you get her in the car. You go get a DUI on the way home. Yep, yep. Let's do it. Um, I was told that there was only going to be two types of gyms that would survive. Yeah. High end and low end. Low end. And, and, and so health club or what are we doing here? Planet yeah. Fitness, right? Um, well, I, so far, so good. We have, we, have, we have proven at least up to this point that that's not the case. Yeah, uh, we're guys. doing pretty well. I Got about guys. almost 2,000 members now. That's dope, man. Yeah. That's dope. That's yep. dope. And it still doesn't feel like that because it's not crowded. crowded. The, the membership's yeah. pretty evenly distributed throughout the day, yeah. you know? Um, I've so, never waited for an equipment in Ultra. Yeah. So much stuff to do. I've probably waited once or twice for yeah. squat racks, but other than that, squat rack. Oh yeah, I've waited for a squat rack too. Yeah. But like, it's still it, you can use something else. And why you you know? You're never gonna be without a machine. Without a machine, we yeah. have way no, too many machines. Too many machines. It's yeah. like it would take you hours to get like. You're like, oh, I gotta use, it. I gotta use, it. I gotta use. Yeah. It. I gotta, at the end of the day, you just like, fuck. Honestly, <laughs> sometimes I, I, me personally, sometimes I like just working out in in, in a a, pl- a place with just a power rack. Yeah. Because Ultraflex has got so much so shit, much. it's confusing. It's it gives me ADD. Yeah, I'm like, know. hey, maybe I don't know. Well, I want to do this I bicep. Do skull I want to do skull crushes, crushes, but I want to use the new bar, the new but bar. I want to use the new... Yeah. You guys have so many bars. Like, Yeah, that was one of my ideas. Let's have every bar that we could possibly have. For Let's real. make sure everybody has every grip and every angle yeah, that we could possibly no, no, have. That's amazing, man. That's yeah. amazing. Thank you. So um, this question here is, as a business owner... Hmm. What is what are some personality uh, personality traits and strength that you think people would need to suc- to have to succeed in your line of business? 
Honesty. Yeah. Got to be an honest person. Mm. People find out you're a liar. They think you're a liar. They won't trust you. Gotcha. Nobody wants to do business with somebody they don't trust um, in any capacity. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know how to say this in, in one word, but it's Good sort you. of like making sure that you remember your friends. Mm. Okay. Um, these businesses are a lot of a lot of this is is networking and a lot of this is um, having good connections with people yeah. and uh, all too often people you know get famous they forget it hey don't forget about don't me, forget when, you about me when you get famous or, famous yeah that's just another way of saying like you become successful and then you stop keeping connections with other people that you helped you get there or that you used to speak to yeah. that that are not bad for your life that yeah. are good people yeah um, Never underestimate what keeping those connections alive can is worth it. for you. And yeah. don't do it just because it can do something for you. Do it because these are people mm. on this rock, mm. just like you. Mm. And they like you, and you should keep the people in your corner who support you. Facts. Keep them in your corner. Facts. And, and then maybe it will pay a dividend someday if you're in a pinch. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I've, I had... Uh, <clears throat> I had, um, you know, a, a client of mine who... Uh, stopped coming to me for a while, but I never stopped keeping in touch with her. Mm. Um, and she's such a sweetheart, and she's back now, and she's helped me a million times. And right. I never, I never stopped talking to her. Yeah. I always made sure yeah. that I would keep in contact with her, check and see how she was, yeah. send her good vibes, good yeah. messages. Yeah. Um, so I guess not forgetting about the people who you used to know before all this happened—that's that. definitely a, a good trait. The, the the most important trait is the two of them is conscientiousness and I think I went over this but delayed gratification, gratification. got to be conscientious show up when you're supposed to show yeah. up early um, plan ahead proper planning prevents poor performance Kai yeah. Green said that yeah. okay yeah um, and then delaying gratification don't pull the trigger too early you know if if we didn't have de if we weren't all masters at delayed gratification my business partners and I we would have chosen another space before ultraflex and we got a good deal on that space we right. would be paying five times as much are rent. you serious yeah we, we got a very good deal on the rent so um yeah that's that's what i would say is conscientiousness and delayed really gratification good. yeah that's you, you practice those skills that's amazing. be conscientious um be on top of your shit don't yep. let stuff accumulate and pile up and crush you oh yeah um don't skip things especially leg day yeah <laughs> Don't skip leg day ever. And then the last thing I can tell you about being a good entrepreneur is you have to get yourself one of these. Right oh, that's the most beautiful. Oh, shit. And, and this is lemon right here. Okay. <laughs> this is the, you guys want to know, that's the mascot of Ultraflex, right? For real, for real. And she's a lot she's stronger so than she looks. Yeah, she's a sweet girl. She's a sweetie. Mm. <laughs> yeah, she loves Dada. Um, but. No, you know, on, on a serious note, yeah. I don't know, I do not know if I would, one, be here today, yeah. two, have made it as far as I've made it, Yeah. Uh, if I didn't have my dog, which was before her, was Betty Boop. Are you the, serious? The pug, yeah. And she, on days when things were hard and I didn't want to do anything, I didn't want to get up, I just wanted to lay in bed all day because I was depressed and yeah. I was being a little cunt. Yeah. Um, she was that there. dog was there every single day to remind me, Dad, you have to get up yep. and feed me. You have to walk me. That's true. And giving me love when I felt loved by no one. Giving me compassion when I felt no warmth from anybody. No, 
felt like no one cared, it was always the dog. Anytime I thought about, you know, taking myself out of the game because life was too hard. We all get there sometimes. We're like, fuck, I don't want to be alive anymore. This sucks. But you see it. I always said to myself, I will never miss a minute with this dog. Oh. Anytime I had the opportunity to do something that could have gotten me in trouble, take a shortcut, something that may be illegal. Yeah. I always said to myself, hey, if you go away, you're going to miss at least a couple years of the dog's life. That's unacceptable. Yeah, that's your baby. That's your baby, yeah. So having something like a dog or a child can actually bolster your determination and make you a better entrepreneur. Facts, facts. No, Having amazing. somebody who depends on you. That is you. amazing. That's amazing. I, I love how, like, literally you shared that with us. Having a good why, a good reason. And sometimes, like you said, a child or a dog. That's, that's dope. That's dope. So how can people, you know, reach out to you? Well, my Instagram handle is AWP underscore Master Shredder. That's M-A-S-T-E-R-S-H-R-E-D-D-E-R. And um, yeah, you can just DM me and I'm happy to take care of you. Yes, sir. So we'll, we'll talk about whatever you want. And this is Jimmy's Ultraflex. Ultraflex Gym Saugus, guys. Ultraflex, baby. help with dieting. I have a very, very good program to help you get into the shape you want in a time frame that makes sense. So DM me. Yes, sir. Last question. If you had any advice for someone your age, or let's say if you could advise you 20 years ago, like what would your advice be? The parties will be there for you when you're successful. Mm. If you go to the parties now, you'll never be successful. If you work now and party later, you can have everything you want within reason. Facts. You'll make as much money as you need. Mm. Mm. But if you party now, if you take the reward early, you're fucked. You're fucked. Um, that is that is powerful delayed gratification yeah. basically that's like what you keep preaching all day yeah. i would say hey stop fucking around with these girls mm. they're still gonna be pussy mm. when you're done with your journey yes stop fucking around with all these uh stop fucking around with steroids hey look you don't need to be the most jacked person in the world and if you want to do that you do it when you're done with your journey yeah. stop fucking around with idiots assholes don't fuck around with illegal shit Okay? Yeah. I would save myself a lot of time and headaches if, if I told you, myself you that. Hey, that. dude, look. If you just put your head down and work hard for two years, it might change the rest of your life forever. I would have said that. Put your head down and work hard for two years. It'll change the rest of your life forever. Hmm. Wow. Ignore everything. Ignore Become everything. a nerd. Don't worry about getting behind socially. Don't worry, don't worry about getting you. behind in parties. Don't worry about people thinking you're weird. You're weird. Don't worry about what people think. Hmm. Just become successful and then you can be the person you want to be, do whatever you want to do. And everyone will like you. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I'm still the same guy, although people like me a lot more now that Ultraflex is open up. I know, up. You know, I know. I got so much lipstick on my ass, I don't know what to do. <laughs> they want you free know? membership and yeah. all that, you know. Oh, yeah. man. So that right here is the end of today's episode. I, honestly, I admire how... You ended the podcast. Um, the fact that you, you brought your dog Lemon in, and you, sh you shared that with my listeners, it means the world to me. So, oh, Chris, thank you so much for honestly coming on this podcast. Appreciate I it. really, really enjoyed it. I enjoyed. It. I love I'm talking man. to you, Lucky. Same I want to have lunch man. soon. Same Let's here. Let's get I'm, together. I'm, I'm down. I'm okay. down for that. I'm down and if for you that. want to. Uh, do a workout with me. Yes, soon. you told me that too. Let's, yep. let's get a workout in yes. together. Obviously, just you and me training partners. I want to do like a chest day or something. Chest day or something. Uh -huh. Okay, okay. No, I want to do back with you. I'll do back with you. You do back, right? I love back. I love Back's back. my best party uh, Okay, okay, okay. All right. Yep. So, with that said, Chris, thank you so much, guys. Let us thank go you. out there and support Chris. Um, go to Ultra Flex, get a gym membership, work with their trainers. 
amazing trainers okay the goal their goal is to change the game and honestly they're living up to that standard so with that said thank you so much guys for listening to today's episode i love you guys so much and i'll see you all next week peace peace